Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 22nd, um, episode 168. My name is Adam. Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up, man? And how's your week been, dude? Busy. I'm busy, busy, busy. Oh, it hasn't slowed down at all? I, no, man. You know, it's just it, it rolled from it rolled from Avengers to Pikachu to John Wick. Like it's and John Wick did good this weekend. John Wick rolled hard, so Yeah. Yeah, I wanna see it. I hear it's good. I still gotta watch the second one though. <laughs> oh man, that's right. You haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy week. I've literally had time to do nothing. Um That's always fun. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, I was able to watch some Thrones. We'll be able to talk about that. I've been reading a ton. Audible. Audible has been a lifesaver because having to drive from here to there to here to there. I feel like if I have a day off, I'm running errands. And by the time I get home, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's about time I normally get off work. <laughs> like, I've just completely, I don't know. I, I just want a day off where I can just sit at home and relax. Um but yeah, it's, it's been a crazy week. Uh, uh, but yeah, man, just been reading and stuff. Um, and I didn't get a chance to go to the movies. Like, I gotta see John Wick too. I gotta rent that. I know it's on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, the Continental, I think it's called. But no, nah, it's yeah. just uh, John Wick Chapter Two. Oh, see, I thought it was called like the Continental. No, no, they were gonna do a spinoff show based around the hotel, and it's it. called the Continental. But that never, like, so far, that's never become a thing yet. There we go. There we go. Um, excuse, excuse me while I take a Sudafed. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, that's I just I've been reading, dude. I have been I have been jumping between the Wheel of Time. Um, as if you guys listened last week, I was reading uh, The Eye of the World, uh, first book in the Wheel of Time. And uh, now and also Brandon Sanderson's um, uh, The Way of the Kings, the Stormlight Archive series. So I've been mostly doing the Wheel of Time book, but I think it's time I need to jump back to the Way of the Kings. Um, I find I enjoy the Way of the Kings a lot more. Um, it's just the, the 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 Wheel of Time book is a lot shorter, so I was kind of I was I was like, mm, should I just, just blow through it, get through it, and then finish that? But I'm I'm going to be jumping back soon to uh, uh, Way of the Kings. Um, but yeah, man, that's really all I've been up to. <laughs> Nice, nice. Always fun. Sorry, I took my uh, Sudafed there. That's right. <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, man. So, uh, how was John Wick? Awesome. It's oh, okay. it's fantastic. One of the things that's great, aside from the action, I love that every successive film does really great world building. So you you learn more, like you learn more in the second one about about the more of the rules it's not just oh there's the continental it's it's there's there's sort of a governing body of sorts and then in the third one you learn you get sort of an expanded view on that and and exactly how that all works and what what kinds of repercussions there can be in certain circumstances and it's it does a really great job because it doesn't dump a ton on you doesn't give you like the entire history of everything it gives you enough that it covers what's going on in the movie, plus a little bit extra, so it's kind of interesting. You know, it doesn't bare bones it, but it doesn't overload you. It's a really nice balance. Awesome. Yeah, dude, I, I, w- I want to go see that for sure. Yeah, but you got, you've got to see the second one before you watch the third one. Picks up, picks up yep. right at the end of the second one. Okay. So okay, it's, it's one of those where it's like, oh, I, I okay, how did we get here? 
Well, speaking of John Wick, it was announced uh, that Chapter 4, I guess, um, was uh, announced and it's going to be coming out in two years. Yeah, which is is plenty of time. That's, oh, yeah. That's oh, enough. absolutely. The, the big debate is going to be whether or not that should be the last one or if it if you can can get a couple more out of it and i the thing is you could mm-hmm. you 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 definitely could especially where the third one leaves off and the 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 doors all over the place it leaves open where it's like oh yeah it's, i could see right. i could see more of them but does that risk becoming a stretch and i mean according yeah. to critics it's just getting better and better so it's not like it's not like saw yet Right, where it's but, like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, but then where do you hit the tipping point? Like, when yes. when do you jump the shark? And I, yeah. I worry if like trying to push it to five is too much. Uh, you know, some franchises that can work. I mean, you know, look at the Fast and the Furious. I was, you know yeah. what? It's funny. I was just <laughs> thinking, what if he became the villain of a Fast and Furious movie, and it was just Fast and Furious first John Wick. Look, man, there are dumber thoughts kidding. in the I'm not kidding. I was world. Googling who owns the rights to these, to, to John Wick. Well, because John Wick is Lionsgate, but they're not their own... Are they their own thing? Yeah, they're their own thing. Um, yeah, Thunder, they... Ro- Thunder... I guess Thunder Road Films is who made it. But yeah, who who produced it? Uh, Lionsgate, I think. Lionsgate, okay. Yeah, they, I was just, I was just, this is exactly what I was thinking. I was like, could, could that, that would be jumping the shark. I would totally be in on it. Um, but, uh, that would absolutely be jumping the shark. You could, but I mean, look at Hobbs and Shaw and what they're setting up. I mean, they're setting up like, you know, they genetically recode Idris Elba to make him black Superman. So, I mean, I, 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 I don't, I, I mean, the sharks have been jumped many, many, well, yeah, many no, times. I mean, John feels like a comic book movie. It does. It's it, it is feels a, like a fantasy movie with guns instead of magic. <laughs> yeah, it it does. It's yeah. it's very much. It's like what if Wanted had been more grounded? Yes. Yes. Basically. Exactly. Um, which is an odd sentence considering that the movie grounded the comic books because comic books were weird as shit. Did you ever read the Wanted comic? Yeah. It's weird. Like very it's weird. it's extra weird, and they kind of yeah. went, no, no, that's too that's too weird for us. Right, right. But no, I, it's 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 very much. Like, it, I mean, the John Wick series is very comic book. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It feels it feels like an image comic. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. Having them cross over with Fast and Furious is not the is not the weirdest idea. Yeah. Really, I don't know if it's a good idea, but they've been stranger. Right. Right. It would be a better pick with that than like Men in Black or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure, or Twenty Two Jump Street. <laughs> yeah, but I still, man, I still want that Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover. I know like, those make sense together. That's right. how. Yeah, yeah, this and Fast and Furious would make sense together. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I'll get some time probably this week to watch it. Um, you know, it, it's, you, you know me. I, I, I'll, I'll get into something. I'll get really into it, and then I just. I take a right turn. I'll get into something else. So yeah, I, I I can cut away a few hours this week and watch some John Wick on Amazon. There you go. It's yeah. and it's and they they're paced fantastically. Oh, like yeah. it's it's just it's just everything just keeps going. It's never it doesn't feel like a dead sprint, so you're not exhausted. But it doesn't feel even in the second one, nothing drags. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one of the action scenes in the third one could have gone a little shorter. 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's, that's, you know, I'm talking like a minute. Yeah. Maybe. Like, I mean, that's a, and I mean, that's a real, like, that's a really fine nit to pick. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, they're, they're, they're worth it. They're, they're absolutely worth it. They're just simple action movies. They give you a little bit of setup and then, because <laughs> it's in the trailer, you know, guns, lots of guns. Like, that's, that's the movie. And if yeah. that's, if you're looking for deep philosophical treatises on things, this is probably not for you. But yeah. if you're like, hey, I want to go spend two hours watching Keanu Reeves be a badass. Done. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's, I'm going to, that's, I'm putting that on my list this week. Going to watch uh, John Wick. Two, I can't guarantee three yet. Fair enough. But I'll try to do three this weekend. Um, Everybody will be to... going to Aladdin this weekend, so the the theater will thin out for you somewhat. That's true. That's true. Yeah, well, maybe I'll make it a double feature. There you go. Do that. I, you know, if I'm going to recommend a double feature this weekend, do John Wick and Brightburn. Oh yeah, Brightburn does come out. That's this weekend too. Yeah. Whew. Ah, my friend's kids will want to definitely see Aladdin though. So that's eh. the thing. Yeah, so will everybody else's kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's Memorial Day weekend. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how what about day is Memorial Day next Monday? It's uh, Monday, isn't it? Yeah. Oh boy. Alright. Well, <laughs> we'll see. But, you know, this, I mean, you know, this weekend was a pretty solid weekend. I mean, John Wick brought in almost $57 million, which I think was above expectations. Or at the or towards the higher end, um, so good for them. You know, I mean, uh, R-rated movies tend not to be extraordinary money makers, but ever since Deadpool, studios have stopped. Like the curse of an R-rated film ha was broken. Yeah, like the idea that oh, it's rated R, it's not going to make any money. Then Deadpool came along and went, "Hi, fuck you. Here's all the money." Right. <laughs> it was like, ah, okay, yes, this can work. Yeah. Um. So it's a good week for John Wick. Uh, Avengers dropped to about thirty million, which is a little steeper than I expected, but not not by much. Um, yeah. It's making that uphill climb to beat Avatar worldwide look like it's gonna wind up just short. I'm I'm talking Damn. like I'm I, and I mean under forty million. If I'm if I'm reading all this right, like it's it's gonna come up just shy. Well, they'll just re-release it. They will at some point. Well, I mean, they did with Avatar, too. That's, That's true. This, you know, Avatar's worldwide total also includes, like, a, I want to say, like, $100 million for its re-release from a few years ago. Yeah. So, it's it'll 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 come around, for sure. Yeah. Um, Detective Pikachu, another $25 million. Not a Not a bad week, but a, a, a sizable enough drop. Um puts it at about 94 altogether which yeah. is is pretty good uh, and I, I don't know what its worldwide total is I know it's got a pretty good worldwide total uh, mm. but 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 you know a success o overall definitely a success for sure oh yeah um, we got uh, one of the other things that opened this weekend was a dog's journey which 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 was a sequel to a dog's purpose but had nothing to do with a dog's way home even though all three posters were almost the same. What? <laughs> they were done. Yeah. So there was a dog's purpose, what, last year, I think, year before, whenever it was. 
Um, and then in January this year, we had A Dog's Way Home, which was the uh, Homeward Bound ripoff that was done by Sony as opposed to Universal, who did A Dog's Purpose. They were not connected in any way. Uh, but the 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 posters looked almost the same, which was bizarre. And now we have a dog's journey, which is a sequel to a dog's purpose, and is also is also done by Universal, mm. and has almost an identical poster to the other two as well. So, if you just line them all up, you would think, oh hey, they did a real like they ran a trilogy here. No, they didn't. They, they this, <laughs> the one in the middle had nothing to do with the other ones and had a bad CGI puma in it, and was just bizarre. Uh, <laughs> but that one came out. It made eight million, which is which I th- I I hope they're celebrating as a win, because uh, I can't imagine the expectations were much higher than that. Um, the hustle pulled in another six million that puts it at about twenty three. Uh, considering how much of a critical flop that movie is. 23 million can't be looking horrible for them. Yeah. Uh, and and crowds. The crowds coming out of it are mixed at best. Uh, yeah. Nobody's really enjoyed it, but also nobody's really disliked it. It's yeah. been a mix of like, eh, that was fine, to eh, that wasn't really all that great. Um, <laughs> it's weird that it has a post-credits scene, though. Uh, yeah, like I'm so used to, I'm so used to, you know, nothing having a post credit scene anymore since Avengers didn't and nothing else did, and I was cleaning one of the, the, the one of my auditoriums for the hustle, and everybody's gone, and the credits are wrapping up, and then oh hey, there's more. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, I wasn't expecting this, but all right, whatever. Yeah. And it's it's unfortunately it's what it is. It's I I imagine it's like. An, ex- an extra piece of a scene that's in the film somewhere. I haven't gotcha. seen it. I don't know anything about it, but it plays like that. It's like, oh, this is part of a sequence from somewhere in the movie. It's not an outtake or a blooper reel. It just looks uh, like a piece of the scene that they cut out or something. Oh, okay. Um, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but it wasn't funny enough to make me interested in it. Yeah. That's cool. I'd rather go see Longshot. Every everybody I know that's seen Longshot is like, look, if you like Seth Rogen movies, you're gonna think this is funny. If you yeah. don't like Seth Rogen movies, you you probably won't think this is funny. Right. And I'm like, that's fair. I get that. I un- that makes perfect sense to me. Um, which means it's not gonna do terribly well in theaters, but it'll do fairly well on home video. Yeah. Probably. Uh, and then this weekend's gonna be fun. Uh, we have we have something for everybody. The kids can go see Aladdin. The adults who hated Superman can go see Brightburn, and everybody graduating high school can go see Booksmart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you've, you've got everybody covered this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll probably go see. Oh man, Brightburn or John Wick. Or Aladdin, if I go with my friend or our kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But should be an interesting weekend. Should be an yeah. interesting weekend. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's that. There's not a whole lot of news this week that I could find. Um, yeah. 
And it, it was just, I don't know, it was just a weird kind of slow There was some Batman news, right? There was some Batman news. Um, now, I've seen nothing is official, but I've yeah. seen that basically the top two contenders uh, to play Bruce Wayne in Matt Reeves' film are either Nicholas Holt, who was in uh, Tolkien and some other stuff, uh, and Robert Pattinson, who was in a ton of other stuff than Twilight that nobody knows about because none of it was mainstream except Water for Elephants. Right. Which is tragic. And that's that's what's been great about seeing his name rumored is watching how many people have, have you know, the knee-jerk well, reaction is, oh, not the Twilight guy. But, but I mean, it's not their fault, though. The, the guy, the, the biggest thing he was in, he was trashing it. And all the other things that everyone's saying he's fantastic in are movies you can't expect the casual moviegoer to see. So oh. that's something that they have to deal with. That's something that they're going to have to, you know, regardless of he's a good actor or not, that that's going to be a problem for the film. I, I, I think, though, that, that Batman is a role that's so big that if, he, if, if they cast him and he nails it, that puts, that puts his Twilight sure. rep to bed. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, 100%. I don't think this is the same kind of situation. as I saw people, a lot of people saying like Heath Ledger, but Heath Ledger was in a lot of other movies that were mainstream. He was in a ton of big movies, yeah. Right, right. So you, he, you, could, you could see that he was a good actor. I think people didn't like Heath Ledger because it was more of like a, I don't know, like a, the early days of Leonardo DiCaprio kind of situation, like this pretty boy or whatever. I don't yeah. think it's like that with Robert Patterson. Like, he is legitimately not good in Twilight, but it's not his fault. Everyone's not good in that movie. Right, that's, um, yeah, those are movies that have issues right. across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no problem with that, but I'll be completely honest, I don't, my interest in DC right now is next to nothing. I, you know, I mean, they, um, I, I'll I, give them, I, I, I would have agreed with you if not for Shazam. See, I never saw that, I guess. Did you, um, did you not see Shazam? No. Um, uh, it's got to be like out on digital by now. Wonder Woman was good. Uh, you know, Aquaman I had fun with. Um, I'll just be honest. Batman, I have seen a million times. I'm getting the same vibes I think a lot of people got when they're like, another Spider-Man. And granted, this is the best Spider-Man we've ever had. Um, but Or live action, I guess. Because uh, damn, Miles is pretty damn good. In yeah. Uh, but 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 I get the, the I'm getting the fatigue of do we need another Batman movie right now? I, I don't think we do. I think there's so many other characters they could they could tap. Um, I would honestly rather see a Green Lantern movie at this point than another Batman movie. Um, I'm so done with that. I think I, I, that's a good point. But I that also... was my feeling when I saw that. I was like, okay. I, I also think that there's the idea that the public knows Batman. I True. Think, no, I, think, no, no, yeah, I, yeah. I completely agree. And you. I think um, that's kind of the big driving force behind it. Do yeah. we do we need another Batman movie? No, absolutely not. Are we doing but another year one Batman? I I I hope not. Like that's I, what it seems like. I would like I mean, to see he's a, super young. Yeah, but I you know he's about the same that Christian Bale was. Yeah, and that I, was Batman one. I, yeah. <laughs> right? was but I, you know, I, I, I let me see like Batman Year Two. Like that's I would like to see that. I think Bat we're beyond that, man. I I don't know. I I'm, I tell you what, I would go for a Beyond. Like that. Do you think? Do you think they saw this Homecoming and they're like, "That's what we need, younger." I I just I just I'm 
I want a Batman that's already established, you know, just like I guess what we got with Ben Affleck. Yeah, but, but he we killed never, people. Never, that freaked people out. We never actually explored that Batman, though. I agree. No, I completely agree. His movies always – the movies Ben Affleck was in always had to do with someone else. Yeah. Just – I don't know. I. It sucks. Obviously, it's not the studio's fault that Ben Affleck uh, decided, you know, uh, that the script wasn't good enough that he did for himself that he didn't want to continue on with it. And, uh, man, I just say – I don't know. I'm – I – I just I'm I don't know what the word word is indifferent I just I I couldn't really care less yeah um I have no problems with uh, you know I, I I trust a million people telling me that he's a good actor I think I've looked up a clip or two uh, maybe a few months ago when I heard the Collider people talk about it um but you know in, in those movies it, I was like oh yeah that good job but I, I have no problems with him. It's do we need another Batman movies where I'm at? Yeah, and that's that's a that's a fair point. That's a completely yeah. understandable point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll see, I guess. Um, I did love the idea that I saw a bunch of memes being thrown around with Michael uh, Keaton as uh, older Batman. Yeah, I would. I would kill. That's what I'm saying. I would kill for a, a Batman Beyond movie. Batman Beyond. Hell yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Now that would get me way more pumped yes. about the Batman movie because that is something we haven't seen before. In yes. Time. That is an exciting and different idea of like, no, no, here's here's where we are. Here's where this universe is. Yes. And it's, yes. it allows them to be a little, because like they don't have to go crazy far into the future. They don't have to make it ultra futuristic. Just, you know, Batman got old. Batman was in, yeah. that. you know, I mean, Keaton's Batman was, was 89. It's been yeah. 30 years. Yeah. It's been 30 years this year. I think it is perfectly fine to look at this and say this is now a Batman Beyond. They didn't have anything that looks like any of the tech that we have today. Right, it's fu right. it's futuristic enough. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. You know, I, that, I, would, I, I would totally be in on that. I I think that's I think that's a fantastic idea, and it's different, like you said. Like it's not yeah. another Batman movie. It's a different Batman. It's a it it's literally a different Batman, and it's a whole new you know future to look at things like I, right. I'm, I'm okay with that right who do you think the villain would be i i don't know i couldn't do we do you. someone new do someone different I, we do clayface we do who do we do i huh a I new version of the riddler riddler could be interesting you could have you could have pattinson play batman and holt be the riddler yeah i think that's i don't know i think that could work um, or does this somehow tie into the Joker movie? No, no, I don't want anything outside of the Joker movie coming anywhere near the Joker movie. I don't want it even referenced in anything. I want it to stand alone and be its own thing, and that be the end of it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, gotcha. I don't. No, I don't want anything to touch that. Gotcha. Okay. Be uh, because it's clearly setting its own tone and telling its own story, and yeah. and it's set it's set what back in the eighties. It looks yeah. like right. So yeah. I mean I you know unless you're gonna have Joaquin Phoenix be old old man Joker like I right <laughs> right right yeah I don't know I, I, which I, I mean I don't know that could be interesting but I no I would rather that movie just that's a thing and it's made and it's done I don't want any it doesn't need to be beholden or connected to anything I don't care right 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 yeah uh, oh yeah I don't know the Riddler could be interesting because um, I'm just trying to think of people that we haven't seen that aren't. You know, really big pulls. Clayface could be 
I, I Clayface has potential, but I I just don't know how well that would work without a setup. You know, I... Right. They. I mean, the, the the TV show for Gotham. They kind of went really into the Penguin and um, yeah. the Riddler. Um, I don't know. Um, Mister Freeze. I don't think they want to go back to that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm curious what they do with the villain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But right, we'll see. Um, what else do we got here? We got some Mortal Kombat news, don't we? Yeah, the uh, the reboot that they've been talking about forever that uh, that James Wan is producing is finally going to film later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to film it in South Australia because yeah. I guess they wanted to go somewhere where there's nothing. And okay. so, <laughs> sorry, I can't help it. Um, there, I mean, come on, we live in a country where like a third of it out in the southwest is the exact same. So I mean, right. Uh, but it's it's in pre-production or pre-production starts next month or whatever it is, uh, so that's going to be a thing going forward. Uh, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I mean I imagine a lot of it will take place in out out world or whatever, right? I I, I don't know. I, no, I don't. I mean I know. think that's why they're choosing that location. I think so. I mean that makes sense, but you know you've also got to think about you know with it being. You know, there's a lot of coast down there to shoot on, so they could easily set up. You know, this is taking place at the island during the tournament. Like, right. uh, it just it just depends on how much story they're gonna tell. Right. Yeah, I'm just excited we're getting you know, a yeah, Mortal and, Kombat movie. Yeah, and from James Wan, who has shown his his action chops time and again, and also his creepy chops time and again. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. he's. Between you know, between the Fast and the Furious and the Conjuring, like the dude's on a roll here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That should be interesting. And Aquaman. I mean, this guy's been everywhere. Like... Yeah. Did you see that? Um. Uh, apparently, so the um, Falcon and Winter Soldier series is going to be a six-part miniseries. Yeah. With uh, where are we down here? Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it down here in TV. Okay, cool, cool. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. Oops. Let's back up. Let's roll it up. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna let, you're gonna, you're gonna make me skip my Saw news. Like this yes, is the best news of the week. <laughs> so Lionsgate is going to relaunch the franchise because, of course, they are. Yeah. It's they're they're cheap films to make, and as long as they make some money, it's a profit. Um, yeah. the the next one, whatever it's gonna be, uh, whether it's a reboot or a re reimagining or whatever the hell they decide to call it is going to be October 23rd of next year. So around Halloween, which is a good time. Um, and it's going to be produced by Chris rock. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Apparently. Uh, Oh, wow. Uh, yes. That Chris rock, the same one. Um, I I, I don't think there's more than one, (laughs) but I just, I saw this and I thought he might, he must've had one hell of a pitch. He yeah. must have gone in and thrown something down where they went, you know what? Screw it. We don't have any other ideas, and this sounds like it'll make money. Yeah. So, okay. So, all right. You know, we'll see. It, yeah. it, if, if they wind up making the worst of the Saw movies out of it, that's still not going to be saying a whole lot. Right. Because some of the ones in the middle are like five, six, and whatever were just bad. Right. Uh, and Jigsaw was just bland. Like it was, I never it saw was, that. It was unnecessary and uneventful. I mean, there were, 
there were a couple of interesting moments in it, but it wasn't like you want to talk about unnecessary. It was like, why did they make this? Well, because they could. I mean, okay, but you know, they could have spent that couple million dollars on something else. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Sony, and this this will dovetail nicely. Uh, Sony has announced uh, a new division called PlayStation Productions. Okay. Which is going to spearhead their uh, turning video game properties into movies and TV shows. Things, All right. Basically. Uh, we'll get some Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen. Uh, dude, don't Sony e- movies. Don't even start. <laughs> that, that's don't what even, that means. <laughs> don't even start with me. If I see Adam Sandler starring in the Uncharted movie that they're that they're still working on, I'm... I'm I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna sell my PS4. <laughs> like I'm gonna buy stock in Microsoft. I, I I'm gonna get the the old N64 logo tattooed on my face. Like I'm just gonna just just because. <laughs> so what's what's what PlayStation uh, franchise would you like the people who did the uh, Into the Spider Verse movie do? Ratchet and Clank. There you go. Done. Signed, sealed, Um. They they've talked about the uh, they said that they are they and they've been working on this a couple years now. They've put pieces in place and they're they're already developing some projects. Um, and that, and what's great about this is it's a completely integrated delivery system. Like they they can do all of this in house. They can produce it. They can develop it, produce it, and distribute it all in house. Like from the top down, it's all Sony. Oh, that's good. They don't have to worry about licensing it to somebody else and being beholden to, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, some other production company and who they pick and who they want and all this. Um, so it's it's good and bad uh, yeah. in that respect. But they they've talked about they're they're already working on a twisted metal TV series, mm-hmm. which I think is is tremendous, and I think that's an interesting way to look at it. Um, I don't know if a movie would have been necessarily better but i just never would have considered that a a, a show really mm-hmm. uh, but that could be interesting uh they gave an update on the uncharted movie they said it is in advanced development yeah which is a bullshit term yeah <laughs> like that's that doesn't exist either it's in production or pre-production uh yeah it's it's still somewhere in pre-production like that's yeah. that's what that means they're they haven't done anything yet there's there yeah. may be a script and storyboards and that kind of stuff you know the stuff you get for pre-production but there's no the production has not started that's all that means yeah um and the interesting thing is that that the whole thing is going to kind of be godfathered by Sean Layden so that's like I'm that I'm happy about I like that yeah because that's that we saw because here's the thing we saw with powers that they can make a decent program. Their delivery system sucked, uh, but I actually enjoyed that show. Like I thought it was a good show, but having yeah. it on like the PlayStation Store was just like, cool. oh yeah, that's we totally forgot about this thing. Yes, exactly. So, but I no, I think if they do it, if they do it this way, and they find a way to 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 you know for the TV stuff, I imagine they can just rebrand part of the playstation store to do it you know to have that to put that out there um i mean hell they've got crackle if nothing else you know they have their own people forget sony has a streaming service already 
Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, because nobody ever uses it for anything. Right. I remember, yeah, I remember the show, but after that, there was nothing else, right? Yeah, because it did not do anything. Like, it, it did nothing. Um, which was kind of too bad, because it was an interesting show. I liked it. Yeah. But I think this is a better way to go. And it's it's another... They, you know, they talked about... They, they took inspiration from a lot of what Marvel did in, in saying, hey, these are our properties. Why don't we do something with them? And yeah, they got bought by Disney, but that was... They saw that and said, okay, well, now they're, they're an inline system now. It's yeah. it's produced, it's developed, produced, and distributed all in all in house. Mm. So that's you know it provides a greater sense of autonomy, and and you know it, with with that also comes the risk of if you lose, then it's on you. You know, yeah. there, there's nobody else to take the fall for this. But I I think I think this is a good thing in that, you know, it's it's more. This is stuff that might not have been done otherwise because these are projects that they would have said we want this done this way and other studios would have gone yeah but we think we're going to do this with it and we're going to bring on these people and we're going to change all this stuff around because their vision isn't what you guys want and and uh, one thing that one thing that uh, I think it was Sean that talked about he said you don't he's, he said the biggest problem with video game adaptations into movies is 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 the wrong people looking at how to make it the wrong way which was how do you take something that's you know 80 hours of gameplay and condense that down into a 2 hour movie and the problem is you can't so don't retell the story in the movie right do something else you know what what yeah. was it he said he said you write write from the same ethos as the game you know yeah. take that same spirit and write a different story Right, and I think that's thank God somebody finally said it. Uh. Right, and they, they man, they have enough franchises to do it. They do, they do. Look if at, anyone does, they do. Take a look at what God of War could be now. Oh my God! Like that's that's your money. Our, God of War could be on Game of Thrones level for uh, fan base on HBO or Netflix or any of these channels. Yeah, like if you if you put out a solid, and I you know that's another thing. Like I could see that as a as a a multiple season miniseries. You know, that's no, I, dude, I, it could be a show like Vikings or something like it, it doesn't even have to be a miniseries. I agree. It could totally be that. But you could stretch that out. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, his journey could be long. If that makes sense. That's that's true. That's true. It's it's just and the it's ongoing. I mean, he's going from you could have the third or fourth season do a complete jump where he goes from one, you know, myth mythology to another. Yeah, like they did when they. Exactly. With with what wound up being God of War four, but they just yep. didn't title it yeah. that. Exactly, do two or three seasons in each, and then fast forward. Suddenly, he's in Egypt. You know, it would make it interesting. Boy, I mean, that would be fun. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many. You know, there's so many routes you can go with this. And like you said, it could totally just be a miniseries where they do it like once every other year. Yeah. Um, just here's here's six episodes. You know. Yeah. And then you know, take a year off and then come back. You know, they right. I mean, between you know that twisted metal, you know, and, and think of the animated stuff. Uncharted, they do. Uh, you know, I mean, Uncharted has Indiana. I mean, Uncharted is just Indiana Jones, which is right. great. Like we don't, we don't have that sure. really right now. Last uh, of Us could totally be a series. Last, I would. Last of Us is the is their big drama series. That's that's their the leftovers. You know, that's right. the big. 
the big high drama, like Walking Dead kind of series. Yeah. Well, I that's... mean, you have Resident Evil too, but I guess that's Capcom. That's Capcom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but... I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, but that looks really cool. Like, you could, there's so many different you could, things you could, you could do. Know. Something with that. There, there, there. Just there are plenty of opportunities, and that's and you know to say nothing of animated series. Right. You know, I mean, there. You know, it's it's just. It's really interesting to me that that they're saying, "Well, we're going to take our IPs and we're going to do them our way." I mean, and, yeah, Shadow of the Colossus could make an amazing animated movie. God, just think about that. Oh my god, yeah. just a yeah. four, you know, a three or four part thing. Mm-hmm. You know, just just going from one to the next to the next. Yeah. Expand that mythology just a little bit. Yeah, and I, I, I say, I, I say this. If Sony, if this is successful, then I have two words: Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, there the literally limitless potential there. I do have to admit that's the one series I've never been able to fully get into. That's understandable. Everyone, I mean, I've tried so many times. My buddy's playing the Final Fantasy fourteen right now. Oh, the MMO. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just like, that is. Oh, can you play ESO? I'm like asking anything else. I just can't get into Final Fantasy. And the, the crazy thing is, is they're all different stories. Yeah, yeah, they're all. They, there are very few that are like direct sequels. I just can't do it. I just, I don't know why. I don't know what the. I've tried so many, and it's just. But yes, that could totally be a series that people would eat that up. Like that's, and you could just, just it could, and that's the thing where it could be about anybody. You know, right. that is a completely – you don't have to adapt a game. That's just right. here's a world. Go. Like, you know, pick one, whether it's whether it's the, the world from 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 7, whether it's it's Spira or, 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 you know, I can't remember the one from 9 and that makes me crazy. Uh, but just, you know, carry on. It, I, I imagine they'd probably set it in Evilis. But just do what you want with it. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's every world is its own thing. Tell your own story. Like yeah. that could work. That could be a franchise all on its own. You could do movies. You could do TV. You could do do a- animation in particular. Yeah. You could do shorts. Have a have a a, a chocobo and and mog kids show. You know. Right. Right. Like that's there. There are so many opportunities just for that alone. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it'll be it'll be interesting. Twi- Twisted Metal was not an announcement that I expected. Yeah, know, but <laughs> hey, good for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sly Cooper, Crash Bandicoot. You know these 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 scream animated series. Yes, with absolutely. without any question whatsoever. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Yeah. Um. And then what you were talking about earlier with uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, they got Kerry Scogland who did uh, uh, some episodes for The Handmaid's Tale, did uh, the I think the pilot for Nosferatu, the the newer one, and uh, she did, she's done a lot of she's done a lot of pilot work. Um, yeah, is is gonna direct it uh, as a six part miniseries, and I think that's that's again that's a solid link that tells a story. Yeah, that's that's a season in the streaming age. Six episodes. Oh yeah, easily. Um, and they've even talked about getting Emily Van Camp and Daniel Bruhl to come back. Yeah, 
So that's that's going to be interesting. I mean, that means it's going to dovetail a lot into Civil War, really. Right, right, right. Well, it makes sense. I mean, he's a big villain. Um, real fast. Did you see who is in talk? Who's in talks? Or not? I'm sorry, not who's in talks, but who's rumored to be Wolverine? Oh, I don't want to know. Well, one of them's a joke, and one of the one of them is a joke with a bunch of signatures, and the other one is real, like big time rumor. I just uh, one of them is Henry Cavill. Again, the other Jesus. is Danny DeVito. <laughs> okay, so which one's the joke? <laughs> Henry Cavill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Danny DeVito is someone signed a petition. I think he even signed it too. I I read <laughs> to, to make him. I can the new see Wolverine. that. Yeah, I can understand that. Sure. Yeah, uh, but Henry Cavill apparently is being looked at and talked to to be the new Wolverine. <sighs> I can see it. He looks like Wolverine. I I'm just just let's put Wolverine to bed for three or four years. Like, you, just... That is not happening, I... first of all. Uh, well, yeah, no, I think it will. Well, actually, let's take a step back. X-Men in general are being put on hold for a few years. Um, Disney's not going to do anything until their next phase, right? Well, I mean, you know, Dark Phoenix is in two weeks, and then New Mutants comes out next year. Right, but we'll... <sighs> Tell me, th- th- I, I, I would not be surprised if they decide that New Mutants is how they're going to introduce the X-Men into Phase 5. So, so... I would, I, I would, I, I don't, would, I don't, I don't think so. I think they want to start with a clean slate. I think that is a clean slate. New Mutants is its own thing. It was no, no, a, no, I think they'll want to start with a clear vision, a clean slate. Like, for example, Kevin Feige is, is heading the X-Men stuff. Right. With it. I think that he will want a clear vision, a clear uh, path. I think he will want a clean slate when it comes to X-Men in this universe. I think Phoenix, they're just pushing out there. Right, they're that's – So oh, no, turn in front of it to be like, hey, everyone likes Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Well, we thought you did before this year, yeah. but they're, they're not even putting X-Men in that title. No, Dark Phoenix um, – well, and they, ne- they didn't to be – like Fox never did it again with. Like Dark Dark Phoenix is the end of that right. set of films. I, and I I truly believe they're just pushing that out there. I agree. I don't know no, that New Mutants. I I'm honest. Don't besides us, I don't know anyone that talks about that. Because, I don't know anyone that even knows that exists. Well, because it's been delayed and postponed so, and all this stuff. But they they'd never even done the reshoots. I think, I don't see that as their Iron Man though. I don't see that as their new beginning for the X Men. I, I think I, I'm that, sorry. I don't. I, I I think whatever they are working on. Wolverine will definitely be the the major player in it. No, I and disagree. I, you don't think so? Because uh, okay, let me and I'll give you an example. Iron okay. Man. Iron Man yeah, is my example. But they did Iron Man because they didn't have the rights to the biggest people in Marvel. Sure. So of and, course they went with Avengers and Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor are the big ones. Okay, ten years ago, like they, I think that that's sure. I, Out of I, the Avengers, those were the big three. They've always been the big three. I yeah, but I mean, there's, I just that's that's the way I look at this. I think that if if Disney was gonna do, if Disney was not going to include the new mutants in their next phase. I think that either would have been, been scrapped because the, and they would have just eaten the loss or they would have done, they, they well, would have complete movie or, or they would have gone ahead and just 
and just shoved it out as quickly as possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know I'm, what they're doing. They're, I, I'm I, telling I, you, man. I can't believe that that's the beginning of their sure. how we're introducing mutants. I can. I absolutely can. Look at how they introduced uh, Scarlet well, we'll Witch. Yes, yeah, that would just seem like such a wet fart to me. I don't. I disagree. I think the only no, the only reason that we think that, that is is based on the the one trailer that we had, which was cool, and the fact that it's got so many production issues. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I no. That would I, be so such an underwhelming. I disagree. You know that would be. I don't know. That's that'd be such an underwhelming way to uh, introduce them to the uh, MCU. I, I think just because it doesn't have the giant marquee names that people want to jizz their pants over does not yeah. mean it's going to suck. I don't. I, I, I disagree. I, just, with that. I think that would be such an underwhelming way to introduce uh, the the X Men. Such. I mean, they they bought a company. They spent. Billions of dollars, not just for that, but for nerds, that's the big selling point, right? And to, to be like, well, New Mutants is how we're introducing them, a movie that we had no control over. Um, well, they it, did. That, it would just be such a. Well, know. a movie they didn't have any control over, but now they can go back and do whatever they want. They've got a year to go I back. I personally they, thought they'd push that on Netflix and be like, all right, here's the movie. Now we're going to be working on our own thing. See you in a few and years. I, and I think that if, if they weren't going to use that in in whatever phase we're going to be in at that point i think that's exactly what they would have done instead they now have this thing that principal photography is done but that's it like it still needs reshoots it still needs post work they're going to remake this movie it's not yeah. going to be what we saw i think that they'll keep the tone because it had it like there was a positive reaction to the overall tone of it but i think this movie is going to be is if if it let me say this. They're either going to remake it or scrap it entirely. And we're not going to know for another eight months. But I think yeah. they're, I think they're going to remake it. I think they are going to, to I think their reshoots are basically just going to be remaking that project. Yeah. Well, and I guess I, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, we'll find out in a few years. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't like that idea. Because it's too but, much of a, of a, a dangling X Men. Like it doesn't fit anywhere. You know, Dark Phoenix is the end of Fox's X Men movies. I, like it is, I, I think, like you said, well, maybe you didn't say this, but I, I th honestly just think it'll be a standalone movie just called New Mutants. But then, you know, so then, okay, so you do that, and then when you introduce mutants a few years later, you what? Hope that people forgot about it? I. I don't. Not, I think they have no idea what they want to do with it. That's why it hasn't come out yet. Nah, I think nah. I think they remake yeah. it, and it and and that's the the intro point. I do. Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll find out. I guess. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they do with it. But you, you're 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 really kidding yourself if you don't think they're looking for a new Wolverine right now. Oh, I I have no doubt that they're He is looking... the Mickey Mouse of the X-Men universe. Oh, I have so no I... doubt that they're looking for a new Wolverine. Oh, I thought I'm... you were saying they weren't going to like it like they're just going to not put Wolverine in it, any of these X-Men movies. No, dear god, <laughs> just, no, not, not I'm just thinking that I I'm just going the other way of saying that I think uh -huh. it's kind of nuts to think that the only way X-Men works is if they introduce Wolverine in the first 10 seconds of the first movie. I just think they're going to be so quick to to want to throw him in there. Um but you're right. Uh I don't know. I I liked the idea of Zac Efron being Wolverine, but I apparently he's going to be in the Guardians, so that would not work out. Yeah. Um, well, he could but, just be—he could just be Wolverine from an alternate universe. Problem solved. 
there you go. I think Henry Cavill was is actually not a bad idea. He's built like Wolverine. He's he he you know I I didn't think he was the worst in in Man of Steel. I just didn't think he was playing Superman. He wasn't playing Clark Kent. Um, He's too tall. Well, I mean, you can say that about <laughs> Hugh Jackman. That's you know. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, it would be cooler to see a more uh, shorter Wolverine, but oh, I don't know. Just just give me Tom Cruise would be fine. Oh God, no! God, no! I don't want Tom Cruise's Wolverine. <laughs> He's too crazy. You see, it, there'd be too many. Ugh, there'd be too many issues on set. I think with him and ever all those other people, the egos would not not be well together. Um, I kind of want to see that just because I want to see the Church of Scientology try to take on Disney. Oh God! No. Like I want—that's a war. I, I kind of want to see because I think that <laughs> yeah. I think that I mean because because I mean the Church of Scientology took on the IRS and the IRS balked. Yeah. So I mean I think if I I don't know I think Disney could take them. Yeah. That would be interesting. I would love that. That'd be fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Or Danny DeVito. Let's just do it. Let's someone get the money together, make a movie, <laughs> put it out on Netflix. We won't call it the Wolverine. <laughs> we'll have to get around around copyrights. <laughs> That'd be funny. You'd have to call it what the short the short Canadian killer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Furry rabid Canadian. There you go. Oh yeah. Danny oh, yeah. Danny DeVito stars as rab as as furry rabid Canadian. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh man! By the way, did you see the book I sent you? Yeah, I did. I saw it's, that. Oh my god, I want that so bad, yeah. but it's so expensive. Well, you know, I mean, look what you're paying for. Man, that's gorgeous. I don't, I don't own any nice books, like nice leather bound books. Yeah. Oh man, this is this is a path I can't go down. This this is definitely a path I can't go down. Yeah. Well. But that looks just doesn't it? Okay, so let me let me ask you. You read a lot, right? You love reading. Sure. I tend to read a lot of the same stuff over and over again, though. Okay, so your library, is it full of paperback, hardback? Digital. Digital, okay. Yeah, just, just because digital is cheaper. I was wondering, because anytime I've gotten a hardback book, I don't read the hardback. I always read the paperback, but it looks better as a hardback in the library, like when you put it on a shelf. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's is that why... what people do. I, this is such a dumb question, but I, I just need to get it out there. Is Do people buy the hardback books just to put them in a library so it looks good on a shelf and then read the paperback because, all you know, the, the it's just all bent to hell? Probably. Is that like, what happens? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure that, that plenty of people, like, actually – you know, read the hardback that they buy. Yeah, but I because this the way the one I sent you looks like you could you because the the way it's built you could totally go through this book and it's not gonna bend the you know it's it's not gonna look like crap going through it, but it's just that they're so heavy. Who's I mean you would have to sit there and read on like the dining room table. You couldn't I don't know. I guess you could read in bed, but it would just be it'd be heavy as hell. You know. Well, it's, I mean, it looks like a coffee table book. You know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I didn't. Oh, really? You're. Oh, I didn't think about it like that. It didn't look like a coffee table book, but I guess. I don't know. I didn't put. You're right. Actually, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. That that looks like the I the 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 the, the world of ice and fire. Man, but it's beautiful. That is a gorgeous looking book. It's. I mean, you're not wrong. 
You're very not wrong. It's fucking gorgeous. Apparently they're making. By the way, uh, people listening, I, sh- I should have mentioned this a minute ago. Um, I sent over. Um, what is it? Uh, was it Folio Society? Yeah. Um, which I guess who do a lot of these fancy, fancy editions of uh, books. I uh, did um, uh, a Game of Thrones, and apparently they're doing all of the George R. R. Martin series for the uh, Song of Ice and Fire, and it's it's one of those where it's uh, it's big leather, it's illustrated. Um, and it's just gorgeous. And, you know, uh, uh, it's, I, you know, I guess Martin supports it and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, I was just looking it over and it just looks gorgeous. And that's just a path I can't go down. (laughs) You know, um, I, I think I talked about it last week about, uh, getting the, the Kindle. Um, that, that, that's a better path, I think. Uh, <laughs> then, then, I don't know. Maybe some down down the road when I have uh, disposable income. But man, that looks gorgeous. Anyway, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> um. All right. Where were we? So we talked about TV. Uh. No. No real video game news this week, right? Not particularly. No. There was a game like came it. came out called Dauntless that I, I I was curious if you tried it. It's free to play. I, I've, um, I've heard about it, but just in seeing, like, oh, that's a thing, and that's the extent of my knowledge. Yeah, it's like a free-to-play Monster Hunter game, essentially, that looks like Fortnite. Okay. So I think that's the route they're going, is they're like, it's very cartoony. It's Monster Hunter. You kill big animals, and you wear their heads, uh, and you have to keep killing them to get better stuff. Um, and you can play with your friends. So, sounds actually not like a bad game. Um we need more like this. Hey, if Fort, if Fortnite's gonna be like that, the the you know the battle royale that's free and all that and started that whole thing, maybe this will catch on too. Um, I'm waiting for the big RPGs that are free to come out <laughs> that are free to play. Yeah, <laughs> like give me some Elder Scrolls or something like that that's free to play. Um, but I don't know. It looked pretty neat. I want to check it out. Um, uh, I imagine I'm gonna start playing some more games soon. Here, it's just like I said, right now I'm in just such a mode of reading uh and uh, audible and stuff like that so i haven't really picked up anything but that looks free i'm probably going to play a little bit later this week uh, but it looks cool uh, but yeah there was no real video game news outside of the tv stuff we talked about you know yeah um i know that uh there was the news about what we talked about already though i think last week about the senator with the anti-loot box stuff yeah yeah, okay, so we don't need to go back into that. Uh, well, let's get into some reviews. I mean, we've already kind of talked about John Wick 3. Is there anything else you wanted to say about it? Nah, just go see it. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's not... It's it, They kept talking about, like, it's a hard R. No, Hellboy was a hard R. This is, is not, you know? Okay. Like, there's some... I mean, you know, aside from the violence, it's not... Right. It's not gory like Hellboy was. That, to me, is what's a hard R. Yeah. This, I mean, you know... It, a lot of people get shot and stabbed, but it's not it's not gory, it's not excessive. Oh yeah. Um the scene it's sometimes it's almost funny, just in the sense of like, well that was a little bit much, John. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that and I that's that's another thing that's great, is that one of there there is one there's one fight where there are intentional comedic elements. Yeah, and it's just like okay, I see what you're doing here. It's it's it helps to break up the monotony of 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 what of how it can be. Um, yeah, but that's that's what makes these movies great is that there is that balance. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, well, great. You know, we've had a we've got this big action sequence here. Well, let's 
but we'll have a big action. And I think that's why the one sequence that I'm talking about kind of early on runs. It feels like it's long because it is just a straight action sequence for a long time. And it's not broken up with any of the kind of like, oh, and here's a laugh or here's a little interesting bit, you know, like a side eye somewhere or something. Yeah. It's it, it doesn't really have that. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, again, that's it's it. That's a, a, a very small criticism. All, all things okay. considered. Uh, yeah. But yeah, definitely check it out. Watch the second one before you watch this one, but yeah. definitely watch this one. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Let's see here. We, uh, really, the only things that I can think of left to talk about, we'll get to Game of Thrones here in a few minutes, because boy, are we going to talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, but we also had Money in the Bank. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch Money in the Bank. Um, you you didn't miss a whole lot. Um, yeah. A lot of it not particularly memorable. Um, the the it, they started with the because I don't count the pre-show. Sorry, the Usos and Rowan and uh, Brian. I don't care. I was like, all right, fine, that was a thing, whatever. Um, yeah. But you know, Rowan and and Daniel Bryan are carrying around their leather belts. Uh, for the WWE SmackDown tag titles, uh, even though he made a whole big deal about a hemp belt for the <laughs> WWE title. I guess the tag belts just really aren't that important to Daniel. But, right. you know, that's, I don't know. But that was a thing. I I didn't watch it. I didn't care. Like, it had no, it, it, there, there was, it, it was kind of pointless to me. Um, yeah. But which is unfortunate because all four of those guys are fantastic. But I was like, this match really doesn't seem to mean anything. So yeah. you know that was the thing. Uh, they started with the women's Money in the Bank match, and it was it was a it was a good solid Money in the Bank match. Um, and thankfully James Ellsworth did not show up to win this one too, because uh, that would have just been horrible. You know why yeah. would they do that? twice but because they did it once that's why um but you know bailey won it in the end which was a good call and the crowd was into it they were like oh my god they're gonna do something with bailey finally yay yeah um and then i honestly couldn't tell you a lot of what else was after that because that was the problem with a lot of like the first chunk of that show you know you had the the women's money the bank match and then you had like the little weird stuff that happened occasionally. Um, I mean, you know, you had the cruiserweight title match not being on the pre-show, which was a nice plus, um, but it was also very short. Uh, okay. And that was kind of unfortunate, um, you know. But I mean, Tony Nese, Arya Davari, they put on, you know, they put on a cruiserweight title match, which is always good. They're always solid matches. Would like to have seen a little more development in this one, but. They were given, they, you could clearly tell, like, they were given X amount of time, and that was it. So they did what they did. Um, niece retained, it was a good call. Uh, and I'm trying to think of what else there was before we get to uh, Becky's consecutive title defenses, and I can't really think of anything. Um, <laughs> but she beat Lacey Evans in an awkward, oh, I remember what happened. The uh the Miz and Shane had a steel cage match where uh where Shane got out of a pinfall by putting his foot on the ropes. 
Oh, okay. Now, I'm going to go back and say The Miz and Shane had a steel cage match with no disqualifications. And the referee broke up a pinfall attempt because Shane got his foot on the ropes. Now, that would have been bad enough by itself, if not for the fact that later on, that earlier in the same match, he rightfully did not break up a submission attempt because somebody uh, got into the ropes and made a point of saying, no, there are no rope breaks. <laughs> so this was a bizarre bit of what in That's the hell weird. is going on here. And I hope that they address it at some point because they didn't on Raw last night. And that was weird. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, boy, that got awkward. That got awkward real fast. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure whose fault that was. I'm going to lay that on Shane for forgetting he was in a cage and not kicking out like he was probably supposed to. Yeah. Um, and then the ref just kind of having to go, oh, uh, shit, this is this is not how this is going to work, so I'm going to take the heat for this. Or um, <laughs> they, they, they really just have to do a bit where they say, oh, yeah, by the way, Shane paid off the official to to be biased or whatever. Fine. I, that's, right. That works. But they need to explain that one. Um, I really did like the finish, though, where Shane was climbing out and Miz grabbed him by the shirt and Shane just slid out of his shirt and hit the floor. <laughs> it was a it was great because I thought like that was actually just kind of genius. So I yeah. you know, I'm fine with that. Well, he is the best in the world. Yes, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's going to be at the Saudi Arabia event which is going to be better oh no or equal to oh, WrestleMania. No. I look I get it. They... Do I sound like I have a gun to my head while I'm saying this? <laughs> no, because uh, you're not in Saudi Arabia. Right. But... Jesus. When I heard that, because I haven't watched wrestling in a while, and I'm like, that is the most Saudi Arabian shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Where they're <laughs> you know like... that was in the contract where you're like, you have to advertise this as if good as or better than WrestleMania. Yeah, even though it's a glorified house show where nothing matters at all. Um, because nothing from those shows has meant anything except for the Miz be or for uh, Shane being the best in the world. That's yeah. the only thing of any actual consequence that's ever come out of any of those shows. Oh yeah, and I really, but but the thing is, I find that hilarious because he has grabbed that and just run with it in the most perfectly obnoxious way possible. Yeah, it's he owns that and it's great. Um, yeah, and then they had Baron Corbin copy it with you know whoever's in the ring having to read out his list of you know failures basically yeah. <laughs> here are these things that baron corbin used to do and here are these things you don't like that he actually did and it's like this it's old it's boring i get it it's decent heel work but shane does it better so which is which yeah. is sad but yeah. um say that happened um mysterio beat Samoa Joe for the United States title even though Samoa Joe's shoulders weren't down there was another awkward bit of officiating um like not even close uh so that was awkward uh Becky beat Lacey Evans to retain the Raw Women's Championship after the referee forgot to count when Lacey rolled Becky up for like four or five seconds so that was awkward too uh <laughs> and then Becky cinched in the disarmor lacy tapped out okay fine i get it makes sense um but boy that roll up lasted for a long time 
Uh, and then Charlotte came down and was like, hey, no, you're fighting me right now. Okay, great. So, of course, Charlotte won. So she's the SmackDown Women's Champ. And then she and Lacey beat up Becky. And Bailey came down to help out her friend and help beat up Lacey and threw Charlotte into the turnbuckle. And then cashed in on Charlotte and beat her to become the first ever, at least first in this era. Uh, no, first ever, because there haven't been women's tag champs uh, before, I don't think. Um, women's Grand Slam champion, picking up the SmackDown women's title. So, yay for Bailey! it was a good night. Uh, and then there was, <laughs> there were a couple of segments like that like kind of bookended the men's championship matches where it was like mm -hmm. here's Roman Reigns and Elias where it starts out with Roman Reigns walking around backstage and Elias creeping up on him with his guitar over his shoulder like he's in a Dudley Do-Right cartoon uh, hits him with the guitar comes out does his thing insults the crowd leaves uh, Roman stopped him at the entrance ramp knocked him down the entrance ramp threw him in the ring spear one two three fine like a quick little squash segment just to kind of reset the crowd okay i get it that makes sense uh they had the men's championship matches uh styles and rollins went on first and had a tremendous match it was a damn good match uh at one point uh aj countered the stomp into a styles clash which was insane uh didn't Obviously, pick up the win. Uh, Rollins retained, but good, a good, a damn good match. You know, the the idea of what you put these two together, you know, when, it, when they put Styles and Nakamura together for WrestleMania, and everybody was like, this match is going to be amazing, and then it wasn't. It was kind of that fear, again, of like, you put Rollins and Styles together, they should put on an amazing match. Except this time they did. So that was a good thing. Um... Uh, and then you had Kofi and Kevin Owens, who had, you know, they were in a tough spot to follow that match, really. Um, okay. But, but they did. They put on a solid match. At one point towards the end, uh, Kevin Owens ripped off Kofi's shoes for some reason. Uh, not entirely sure why. Wait, what happened? He did, Kevin Owens, like, tore off Kofi's shoes. Oh, well, Kofi's big into, like, shoes. Okay. Like, I... that's his thing on Instagram and social media. He's always doing reviews of new shoes and stuff. Okay, so I guess that... I guess it was a nod to that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. nobody else got that, though. <laughs> like, that yeah. did not make sense to anybody. Um, but Kofi picked up the win. It, again, a, a good, solid match to help establish Kofi as WWE champ. Um, yeah. And then you had then you had two things that didn't make sense. The first of which was the Lucha House Party segment, where they came out and they were gonna have a big Lucha party, and then who did they send down to beat up uh, three uh, minority people? But Lars Sullivan. Oh, he's okay. I thought he like. Uh, no, he was fined okay, and sent he's to. Still in it. He's yeah. still wrestling. He was like, yeah, he's been fined and sent to sensitivity training, which apparently, <laughs> which apparently includes beating up three small Latino men. Uh, yeah, they didn't. Well, I mean, that's not his fault. That's the writer's fault. But yeah, they they, they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's like, oh, that's that's a a 
boldly stupid booking decision. Okay, sure. Um, but this is Vince McMahon, dude. I, man, there's yeah. some stories I read this week that yeah, yeah, I, it's really made me yeah. question watching WWE anymore. Yeah, there's so many things that I can turn my head to and just think. A few more years he'll be out of it, and it's not something we have to deal with. And he's made, but some of these I just you can't ignore. Yeah, the uh, the the things we we read about uh, Ashley Massaro's everything yeah. that she went through, like that's how do you? I mean, uh, that's uh, that's that's just totally, you know, it, that you know, uh, inexcusable. Obviously, tragedy that that happened. It should have never happened. Uh, and he should have made it a point that it should never happen again. But to kind of, and again, this is stuff we've read on Twitter or whatever. I don't know the full, um, the full. I mean, I, apparently that was from a. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where when you read something like that, um, if it is true or whatnot, I I I, I didn't do too much research, but it that's just, you know, to 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 try and keep someone quiet about that is that that's where like as much as he's a mad genius about what he does and it, it, his story is super interesting that's where i'm like okay that's where i have to quit you know I, I just can't support at all what 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 you're doing yeah yeah and the so the 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 the, 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 the most troubling thing about something like that is if it, it, that's not something that's it's 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 extreme and it's and it's horrifying mm-hmm. but you look at that and you look at everything else that happens in that world and you think yeah. this is not – this is unfortunately not out of the realm of possibility. Yes, exactly. And that's um, the worst part about it. It's not just it's, – it, it's something that you look at and you go, this, this, this really might actually have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that because that culture is there. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where like – and you, I've seen a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff like – Triple H is becoming increasingly frustrated with the program. Um, fans, I mean, I've seen a lot of people cancel their service after this week's uh, pay-per-view. Just well, the product in general, are people are frustrated. Well, and the problem was, like, Money in the Bank was a halfway decent show, and especially everything with Bailey. Like, had they ended on that high note, it would have been amazing. People would have said, this show was actually really awesome. Instead, yeah. they ended on the men's Money in the Bank match, where there had been no... It's like okay, fine. We find Sami Zayn. Like, can you can you clear something up on me? Sure. Um, I've seen a lot of pictures of who was what's his name. I'm so sorry. The um, who was in the match? Okay, it was. Uh, I honestly couldn't even tell you. Um, because there was so little like genuine build to this. There was Ali. There was Corbin. There was Finn Balor. Ricochet. There was supposed to have been Sami Zayn. But he got. Did Ali win? Because I saw him carrying the briefcase, but then I'm confused because at the end it was Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he did not win. He climbed all the way to the top and grabbed the briefcase, and then Brock Lesnar's music hit, so he stood up there for like 15 seconds looking like an idiot. Uh, Brock came down, knocked a ladder onto a couple of cameramen, looked like it knocked one of them out, because Brock doesn't give a shit about anybody or anything. Uh, you know, knocked Ali off the ladder, climbed up, and took down the briefcase. Okay, so um, he wasn't holding the briefcase. I don't know why I keep seeing a photo of him holding the briefcase. So, okay, yeah, and I and I and I guess I was reading that he was supposed to win until about a week ago. They changed it. That's a long. That's that's a long time for plans to change. Really, considering a lot of plans like that are kind of like day of. 
Well, I guess the it was uh, what I was I don't know. I was listening to some podcast and they were talking about the I guess the dirt sheets were saying about a week ago they introduced the idea of Brock winning, um, and I'm sure that it was kind of a last minute decision to actually pull the trigger on it, but. That kind of stuff makes – you know, as someone who went away for a little bit and just wants to come back, obviously all the behind-the-scenes stuff with Vince and all that other stuff is really what's making me stay away. Yeah. But creative-wise, if I'm just talking about that, dude, the, the stuff with Brock, that's immediately going to make me stay away. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And people – there were a, a ton of people that looked at this and just said – Oh great, more of this nonsense. And they and they are. They're they're canceling their subscriptions and they are staying away and yeah. they they will continue to stay away. You know? And what sucks is is he's gonna point to Kofi and he's gonna point to you know, Seth Rollins, he's gonna point to oh he's gonna point to the women's division and go, This is why the numbers are going down. Yeah. He it, when but, those are the best things about wrestling right now. Yeah. Like Brock should have stayed gone. I, I would have, I would have not cared. I, I would have been fine if Baron Corbin had won it again, because oh at the end of the match, like he was tearing through people, and you remember, like, oh yeah, Corbin is is as big as Braun Strowman. He's just not right. as wide. Like right. Baron could be a monster heel if they let him, and I would be okay with that. I hate the you know that that I I uh, he the I hate the vest. I hate. The outfit. I hate all of that yeah. for all of the. Is he still in there? He's still like he doesn't wear the vest anymore, but that's the only thing that's right. changed. Like, nah, he needs to just go back to like jeans and a t-shirt. But but like for example, I don't know, like, like Andrade, like someone like that would have. That was it. That, he was it. That he was in the match. He was the other one. That's right. Yeah. He yeah, Andra Oh man, Andrade and Balor had a moment. And it was keep, keep going in those fresh directions. Yes. Keep going with the Kofi. Keep going with stuff like that. Yes. Hell, even give Kevin Owens something every once in a while. Like go in that direction. Stay away from Brock Lesnar. Stay away from Triple H coming back to fight some eighty-year-old person. Stay away from that kind of crap. Yeah, but they're gonna go to Saudi Arabia, and Goldberg's gonna fight the Undertaker. Oh, God, that's the. It's just so. Yeah. Don't care about yeah. any of that. I'm yeah. obviously I didn't watch the last one. Not going to watch this one. That's absolutely one of the shows I'm boycotting. Fair. Um, you know it, especially hearing all this stuff with the, with them going overseas and, you know, I just, oh man. Yeah, it's it's you know, but hey, Double or Nothing is on Saturday. I think there you go. Friday or Saturday? I think it's Saturday. Um, we, we haven't talked about that, man. That's man, some big news. Man, that was huge news. Not just to see, like, well, we knew AEW was going to have a TV deal. I yeah. was expecting, you know, something like Ring of Honor's TV deal or Impact's, where it's this network that not everybody's going to have. Like, you know, it's going to be on, like, Oxygen or something. Yeah. You know, just this network of, like, okay, really? We're going to do that? All right. Or, like, yeah. NBC Universal, which is a channel, and nobody knew that until I just told you that. Uh, or yeah. Paramount. Paramount has an actual network. I'll bet nobody knew that either. Yeah. But, you know, something like that. And instead, it's like, oh, hey, by the way, TNT is going to try to be relevant again. And you know what? I think this is a big step in the right direction. I get it. They've got the NBA, and that's that's cool. They have that and reruns of stuff from six years ago. That's That's it. That's TNT. That's all they got. Yeah. So for them to to and to even tweet out, hey, we're back in the wrestling business. I'm like, okay, yeah. they they know where they're coming from. They know their history. Oh, yeah. oh and they, they had the flames and everything. I love like, that. I did. Man, and maybe you know, and this might be the shot in the arm the WWE needs. It's I, you know, 
I think that that's part of why Vince is... I, I think that's part of why creative is as bad as it is right now. Because Vince is trying to refight the Monday Night Wars when that's not what this is going to be. They're not, these aren't, they're not going head-to-head. This is not... This is not that. This is different. This is new. This is the 21st century version of that. And there is very much nothing 21st century about Vince's creative process at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I think, I mean, you know, he's relaunching the XFL, for Christ's sake. Like, I mean, yeah. there's, that's, God, yeah. you want to talk about something else that's going to lose him billions of dollars. Yeah. Again. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but it, it's because it, it's not going to work. It's going to nope. suck and it's going to tank and it's going to cost billions and it's going to do the same thing to WWE that it did back in. What was that? 2000? Like, right. It's, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. And AEW is fresh. AEW is new. AEW is different. And nope. especially once we see how their TV product is actually going to be structured, what it's actually going to look like. Yeah. It's gonna, and it's going to be on a different night. It's going to be doing its its own thing. It's going to be a viable alternative. Is it going to be direct competition like WCW was? I think that is way too early to call. Yeah. But it's already proven to be a viable alternative. Imagine what happens when they get on TV. And and listen, if if TNT puts on a show that draws any ratings, it's a success for them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, if, if they can put out – because a lot of these people are coming from what? Like New Japan. Um, they're coming from um, uh, what? Uh, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, some impact. If, if they can put on any any of – because the way, they, the way they've wrestled in New Japan, it's almost like a dance. Yeah. Uh, with a lot of these people. Like you, you see Jericho in the WWE, but when you see him against Omega – it's different. It's so different. It is. And the fact that Jericho can switch styles like that speaks to yes. his talent level by itself. Abs- absolutely. So if they can harness any of that and put it on something like TNT, which is in more homes than the USA Network, yeah, it, it could really be something and really give a boost of energy. And it, it's, you know, it's, it's it because we know no Triple H can be on that level too with NXT. NXT, especially the the pay per views, have been some of the best wrestling. It's on par with the stuff that I've seen in New Japan. Um, hopefully, it gives them that boost where it's like you know, let him take over, let him get a little bit more control, give us something equal as that. Let yeah. me ask you, what did you think of the um? The twenty four seven belt that McFoley uh, brought out to a bunch of booze. <laughs> the cra- and the crowd goes mild. I've never heard Dude. just such a dud. Here's the problem: it is the hardcore title, but they're not allowed to call it that. That's exactly yeah. it's exactly what it is because the hardcore Here's title what they should have called it. They I, called the hardcore title. Just say we're bringing make back it, the hardcore title. Make it green, like they did. Yes. The same W that they put on every other belt yeah. and call it the wild card title. I, and it basically just means that you can go for that belt 24 hours a day, I, seven days a week. It would have been better than what they did, which is they Way took better. They took the 24-7 logo from the WWE Network and they put that on the belt. And as much as and I have been an advocate horrible. of saying do something different besides the big W on belts, this is horrible. I would it would have made way more sense if it was called the wild card belt. They it would have looked better if they just put a clock face on it. Yeah, exactly. Just a clock that spun like the, 
<laughs> that would have been fantastic. It but yes, in, anything else besides a 24-7 logo. Because that's, looks... also, that's also the only thing on that belt. There's nothing on the side plates at all. They're completely <sighs> blank, and I get it. You're not going to have time to change them out. So then make them a static design. You know, it looks so bad. It's it's terrible. Oh, oh it's awful. They should have just made it look like the cruiserweight belt and put a W on it and made it green. Yeah. Um, and you would have, you know, it. And unfortunately, it just looks like it's going to be the jobber belt. Which here's the thing, though. If they can it's have, fine. let them have fun with it. I'm and, okay. No, with... yeah, no. I mean, it, it, yeah. It, I I see it as the belt where we can't get so and so on on in a match tonight. We're going to see them behind the scenes running around like cartoon characters chasing each other yes. uh, pinning each other that's perfect yes because because the best part of wrestling as we've always said is the part that's not about wrestling so have it where they're just behind the scenes and they're scrambling it gives them f- a face to do something um and this, you know and have fun on social media for that that's way. the thing this is going to wind up being the twitter and instagram belt which i am yeah, oh, yeah. fine with this is all going to be about i mean you know hell our truth is already our, our truth and drake maverick already are feuding over this on oh, social yeah. media, and it's great because oh, yeah. it's goofy, and it should yep. be goofy. This is not a thing to be taken seriously, right, but right. it's a way to get yourself out there. It is. This is going to be the internet title yeah. in, in, in everything but name only, and hopefully in name only because, oh my god, that thing is atrocious. Yeah, I think they need to change the, the, the look of it, and I'm, I'm sure they will um, eventually. <laughs> it's It does. Um, it looks awful. It's it's terrible. Yeah. And I mean worse than the Universal Championship. Offer, I, I don't understand how that passed any kind of... Because Vince McMahon probably looked at it and said, perfect. And that yeah. was it. The, the, the boss has spoken. Yeah. Well, but, just, I, mean, uh, I, I Yeah. For, and especially with all the build-up, you know, Mick Foley came out and said three letters. R-A-W. We yeah. have to get back to being raw. And I was like, yes, give me a little a little bit of TV 14, you know, yeah. just a just a shade. And that's kind of what this is going to be. But God, just just call it the hardcore title like they yeah. should have just called it that and said, that's what this is. This is going to be everywhere. Fine. I'm OK with yeah. that. Uh, the wild yeah. card title would have been OK. Uh, I I oh God, I hate the wild card rule. I hate it. I hate the wild card rule because it's always going to be Roman Reigns and three other people. Oh yeah, yeah, and that yeah. annoys me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now when I heard about the wire girl rule, I was like, oh, they're just trying to get where their big their big people can go to either show, like they did with John Cena. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's gonna be interesting. Get Vince McMahon off there, and you'll probably get me back in. Um, but until then, it's it's just does not look pretty. Did you see that when you quit the WWE Network? Yeah. What it says? Yeah. Be legit. Don't quit with a picture of Sasha Banks. Yeah, that's not petty I, at all. <laughs> I just... That's not I, petty bullshit at all. I don't... Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. Anyway, well, um, I think that's it for Money in the Bank, right? Yeah. And, man, season finale, Game of Thrones. Of course, full of spoilers. Big, nice massive, dark, huge spoiler alert. Yes, the night is dark yes. and full of spoilers. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about spoilers for this episode. I'm probably going to dive into a little bit of spoilers for the whole series because we'll just kind of wrap everything up. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so if you haven't seen it, well, I don't know what you're doing. If, you, if you're a fan of the show, you should have seen it already because I don't – this is one of those where you got to see it the night of, at the very least, Monday. If you, But, man, you're, you're going to have it spoiled. Um, so 
we are going to spoil it all. Uh, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen the series in general, uh, don't let the last season um, um, online presence uh, scare you. Um, yes. Go see it. It's 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 fantastic. Um, it's one of those. I think it's one of those Seinfeld situations, Lost situations. Uh, the, even The Sopranos. Um, a lot of people did not like the ending well, or the, the last season of Sopranos. Yeah, but the problem with The Sopranos was it literally just ended. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. There's this... a lot of people. Same with Seinfeld. There, there's a lot of people who were not happy with the last season of The Sopranos, especially the last episode. But well, it, looking right. back. No one ever talks about that anymore. They talk about The Sopranos as this great series. So yeah, and nobody, yeah, nobody looks at Seinfeld and says it was a show about nothing. Remember the last episode where the gang got arrested because they were standing around doing nothing? Right, right. <laughs> uh, but you know, it will go down as probably one of the best comedies ever. Even though I haven't really seen much of it, but you know what I'm saying. Like a, a show that is super, super popular. Yeah. Um, for um obvious reasons. Uh, it's one of those, like, if you still haven't seen Game of Thrones, you just go watch it. Now it's all out there. Now you can just binge it. And uh, I actually think you'll probably enjoy it way more if you if you binge it all at once. Because you won't have the years of speculation, True. the years of hyping yourself up to some grand finale that uh, will never be as big as it is in your head. Um, and I think that might help it. Um because uh, that's a lot of the complaints that I, I I heard about this episode in particular was it wasn't as 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 you know you look at episodes like Battle of the Bastards and stuff like that. Um, this was not on that scale. This was definitely what what do you, what would you call it in a book an epilogue? There, this was yes. There was the the first half of this episode was a finale, and I would go the first third of this episode was basically a finale, and then the last two-thirds did kind of seem like an epilogue in in a way um yeah but, but i don't think it was bad i this finale makes well, it, I, did. I enjoyed it I, I did too this goes and this goes back to what i said last week this made narrative sense yeah there was not gonna be nobody was going to try to take on the entire I, army of the unsullied and the the dothraki I, that were left like it would have been insane i i think we both are on the exact same page when it comes to these last this last season should have been stretched to two seasons i would have loved if the end of let, let's say this last season was split into two and they were longer there were 10 episodes each um, or maybe one was 10 episodes and the next one was six episodes one season imagine an ending with her turn yes and then you had six episodes left yes and you, you had the 10 episodes to kind of build to that yes i think that would uh, that would have squash so many people's problems because anyone complaining about her her turn um not in care well no i shouldn't say that um i think most people can agree that it was rushed and that it was it was harder for some people to see the turn than others um when this was just such a beloved character and they didn't have that much um they had foreshadowing and all that stuff but they didn't have much of her like could she really do it? Because there were so many, there were so many things this season where it was like everything was going against her. We saw her lose everything, but it was done so fast. Yeah, I think if it was stretched out and we saw and what we got in this episode, 
if we had 10 times that throughout the season of quieter moments with just her and John yeah. and John slowly seeing her like, oh shit, she's losing everybody and she's actually losing it. And very seeing that and all these people around her seeing that. And it wasn't done in just three episodes. Um, I think it would have been way more powerful. Um, Agreed. But, but yeah, yeah, th that's all I really want to say about that is that, is that to get to this, it would have been much better, but I, I, I agree that th this is, this was the ending I was expecting. Um, there were a few surprises. Um, I, I, I kind of wanted a few more surprises, but at the end of the day, I was totally positive about this episode. I, 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 I watched and I thought that's a good ending to, to, to this, to this series, but man, people were so upset. I, I, and I, we kind of talked about a few minutes ago is I don't know if people were expecting another battle or a big, like confrontation. Um, I only saw it going down with with John and her. Yeah, no, the way that this worked, I think I think the thing was everybody wanted Arya to to come in and and get this done and everything. But I, and including me, like I I I was thinking it was probably going to go that way yeah. because I didn't. It, this this was such a moment for John to understand, you know that that he's that, and that's why I loved him him asking you know the the last time he actually has any dialogue uh right. asking was it right because right. that's that's what he has always what he has always tried to do was the right thing oh yeah and now I mean, they, they even brought up what what was his name um Eamon? yeah um they, they they go back to that conversation yeah. where love is know, the death of duty Yes, love is the death of duty, and and I like how Tyrion kind of turns it. Yeah, uh, duty is the death of love, and 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 that was such a good callback. Yeah, it was, and that's and, that was the struggle that he had was like, is you know, this doesn't feel like the right thing because the right thing was always laid out for him. He was not a sneaky, backstabbing, you know, spy kind of like he faced his problems head on. Oh yeah, you know? no, he had he was just as honorable as Ned. And at the same time, he also made a lot of the same mistakes that Ned did too when it comes to that. Yeah. Because just because you're honorable in this world, that doesn't mean you're going to live. Yeah. Um, and I think he had to play that very carefully, which is why I think he kept denying Tyrion and even Arya when they yeah. were like, you know, she is evil. She's going to keep doing this. Actually, let's, instead of, let's, it, maybe I got a little bit ahead of myself. Um, I, I was wondering. What did you think of the scene with Tyrion and his his brother and sister? That I loved it because I did too. Because it's still family, and yeah. he for for as as evil and everything as they were, it was it was his brother who he loved, and the the and and his sister who who for all of her horrifyingness, mm -hmm. you know, was was still carrying that child, and he just oh, yeah. that's why he set Jamie free was just to get her out. So that they could go live and raise a kid, and and he did it for Jamie, and that's who I think he's crying over. I don't think he's crying so much over Cersei. I think it's because he's seeing Jamie and saying this th th that he right. couldn't save them. Right. I mean, it's kind of, it kind of remind me of the Sam situation where Sam find out about his father and it's like, yeah, his father was a terrible person. At the end of the day, it was his dad. Yeah. Um, and his brother especially, you know. And I think it was one of those where like Tyrion realized like. He knew he was going to die because of the decision he made. Yeah. 
Um, and then it he didn't wanted to see anything. if it, if they actually got away. And when he realized they didn't, realized they were both dead, and they died in each other's arms. Two things also. I thought it was – it's one of those situations where I'm glad this scene happened because he's such a good actor, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Kind of like the scene where he actually let his brother – he released his brother. One of my favorite scenes in the entire series. It is silly that it happened that they just let him get in there and go. This is also kind of silly where it's like the bricks did not fall five feet to the left of you. I, I, I would have I – didn't, I didn't see that happening. I, I honestly thought he would walk up to a bunch of bricks and then that was as far as he could go. I I I saw that, but I also think that they needed to show the bodies. But I do too. But do the too. thing that would have really sold that for me is that he gets through where it's collapsed, and then hey, look, this entire hallway is perfectly sturdy to walk on until you get to this one pile, which is right. not what we saw in the last. Episode. I would have loved to have seen just give me you know a foot of debris everywhere. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. That's, that's the Everywhere. only touch I'm missing. And then, yeah. oh my god, and then also, you know, I get it. The whole tunnel didn't have to collapse, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit more destruction there. Yeah, that was one of those things where that's something they could have tweaked a little bit and it would have been fine. But um, yeah. I don't want to get caught up on that. I also thought it was cool the scene with John and Grey Worm. Yes. Um, where he stopped him. Yeah. <laughs> from, uh, you know, he tells him that... I forget what what the dialogue was. But Grey these, Worm these men have throats. Yeah, it's like these men have surrendered. It's like what more do you need? It's like I kill my I kill my queen's enemies. Yeah. It's like they were. Oh, yeah. he's, he's like but they're already beaten. It's like I'm following her orders. It's like right. uh, that, and that was the thing. I'm following. I am following my queen's orders. Yeah. That was I think the first one where John was just like this is insane. This is madness. This is legitimate madness. Yeah. And then we get the we get the shot of John walking up all the soldiers, which looks very much like Hitler World War Two. A little bit, but then we get one of the most magnificent shots in this yeah. entire show. Oh yeah, with when 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 she comes into view and and Drogon spreads his wings behind her, mm-hmm. and it looks like she is spreading these dragon wings. That yeah. was that was perfect. That was magnificent. Brilliant. Absolutely, and absolutely, and it, that was the solidification of of she is the dragon queen. She mm-hmm. is she is the mad dragon queen. Yeah, and it's like okay, this, and then the speech, you know, the yeah. this whole, you know, we will liberate the entire world, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, no, she's yeah, she's gone too far now. Yep, this is this is the empire. Yep, yeah, it is. Yeah. This is Palpatine yeah. in the Senate. Yes, exactly, and. You know, and it's like we've talked about before. If they would have stretched this out a little bit more, if we got a few hints of her talking like that throughout the season, I think it would have played off a lot better. Um, and you know, hats off to Emily. I mean, the, the, she put on such a performance. This, this. Oh yeah. This season, really, she's she's done such a good job. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I like how Arya just pops up behind her to the side of her. Yeah, with when she, like, you know, oh, shit, there you are. Yes. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. I hope she's on Saturday Night Live one time and she just pops up to the right of people and scares the shit out of them. Um, but but I love that conversation with her. Um, and uh, and then he goes and has basically the same thing with Tyrion. Yeah. And you know it's 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 the whole it's the whole talk. And the, these are the these are the scenes that we have talked about that have been missing this season. Yes. Everyone's excited about the the big battles, and of course we are too. But 
we needed more scenes like this. We needed more scenes like from, from episode two where they're all sitting around the hearth and they're talking and they're having conversations. And if they would have fleshed out the season with a lot more of this, I think people would have been so much – there's always going to be people that are upset with it. Well, John should have sat on the throne at the end, and since he didn't, I'm going to throw a fit. There's always going to be people like that where they don't like where the, the, the story went. But I think for the most part, most people, it was the pacing, and, and more scenes like this would have fleshed it out for sure. I mean, had they just made this a ten-episode season, I agree. Know, I agree. I think. I think had they made this a full season, they could have done enough of it. But, exactly. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I that that is one decision. I think that they will regret. Um, you know, maybe they'll probably never admit it. But they'll probably look back and go, you know what, we could have given that a little bit more time. Um, but you know, it is what it is. It, you know, so uh, all of these people are going to go on to do awesome stuff i'm super excited to see what they do with their star wars movies i'm super excited to see these actors and other things there's a lot of the people i was looking at there's a lot of people in the production of this that are working on the uh, amazon lord of the Rings show which is exciting sure i'm not surprised like if you're gonna director well exactly if you're looking at hey we're starting a show that's set in a giant fantasy universe where should we hire people from how about a a multiple emmy award-winning show that's set in a giant fantasy universe (laughs) right 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 exactly um so so yeah um so yeah i'm excited to see where everyone goes from this and you know at the end of the day if you're not happy with the season you you gotta give it off to the people behind the scenes and the actors because i really think like man like they, they put on such a they've done such a good job um but anyway, uh, yeah, this scene with Tyrion and Jon Snow was just perfect. Um, you know, it, his his last ditch effort to be like, well, I forgot what the the phrase was, but he was like, it is the most important thing. Um, if you, if you believe that you would be a better leader, yeah. Um, the, and and... what about what about what about Sansa? What about your sisters? Yes, you know, they don't get to choose. No, but you do, and you yeah. have to choose right now. Yeah, and I think that they don't get to choose that man. That became an important part when he was talking to Daenerys. Yeah, um, we get John walking up um, uh, to to the I don't know what the, what the what the room was called, but basically the throne room. The throne room. Yeah, well, I'm fine um, with that. <laughs> and it was it was such a cool shot because it caught me by surprise. Was um, the dragon there? Yeah. Drogon was just he. Was, I did. You didn't see him under all that snow. Then he starts shuffling. Uh, gives him a little uh, sniff with the snout, and uh, <laughs> I thought it was cool. I thought it was such a cool shot. Yeah. And, and to me, like when people, I, I heard some complaints. People were like, well, "Why didn't she have security?" And I was like, "Do you not see the she dragon? destroyed the entire city?" And yeah, there's a dragon outside. <laughs> there's a dragon outside. Who is going to be more security than a dragon? Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of the people were saying, "Well." It doesn't matter that he was Targaryen. Well, right there, that scene is one of the reasons it matters in the in in the story. He's a Targaryen because he's the only one that could have ever gotten close to her yeah. to do something like that. Exactly. Um, but but I thought that was really cool, and it, and I think it set up something we're going to see in a few minutes from now of why another. I think they were basically letting the audience know he knows that John is her lover, and that he's you know a Targaryen or whatever that he he knows he's good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then we get the then we get the which I thought was such a well done shot scene because um, it's basically a throwback to her dream. Yeah, where she's she's Vision. reaching for the throne, and then in 
in that scene, she doesn't have a really nicely done French manicure, and she doesn't actually touch the throne. Yes, and I thought it was really well done, because in, 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 in the vision, we always thought it was snow, we thought it was whatever, and I liked that trick. Yeah. That it was kind of like how we talked about a few weeks ago, how you can use the word see and see. Yeah. And it, and it, was, it was the same concept, but visual. Um, that we always thought it was snow, like like winter is coming and it's going to come for, you know, you know, and but this scene is clearly ashes. Um, and I thought that was such a well done shot. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, she touches it, um, which she didn't do in her vision. And in the vision, I think she hears the dragon, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And technically she. He is a dragon, I guess, but, um, you know, uh, John comes in and they start, they have the conversation. I thought it was, I just thought again, you know, the whole time I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to kill her. This, this is the Azora high prophecy. Yeah. Um, and the people who are complaining about John and the Azora high meaning nothing. Well, they just got it. They, they're all complaining, thinking that a few episodes ago, he has to stab, you know, his love in the heart. Uh, to 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 save everyone, and that that's exactly what this was. Yeah. Uh, you can interpret it that way, I guess. Um, if you wanted to, there's a lot there to interpret. Um, and I that was the only way this was gonna work, I think. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was it was such a well done acting job. Um, you could tell he was conflicted. This. He just fell in love with this woman, yet she just destroyed an entire city. He had to do the honorable thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Drogon doing what he did, uh, not killing John, kind of bumping her like – it was almost like – It was a it was a dog. Like a dog was, or like, I don't know, like Simba and Mufasa. Almost. Exactly. God, I heard that on a reaction video. They were like, oh my god, it's the Lion King all over again. Yeah, that that's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah. Um, and – you know, there's a lot of talk about him destroying the Iron Throne. There, you know, you can take it multiple ways. You could take it where like he was just trying to make an exit to to, to pick her up and take her out. Uh, there was another one where he was like he saw something pointy. He thought that the, that that must have done it. But I like the idea because George R. R. Martin has talked about the dragons are extremely intelligent. They're yeah. just intelligent in different ways. Well, and I'm, and we've seen that they have shown that these are not just beasts that are tamed. Exactly. They have shown in the show these are these are actually these are creatures of genuine intelligence. Yeah. And, and I, I like the idea. That, oh, go ahead. No, I no, I'm just going to go where you're going of like that he he looks at the throne and says this must be the thing. Yeah, this, this must be the thing that you that killed you that yeah. that drove you to this. Yeah. Um and and destroyed it. And whichever way you believe it, you know, cuz it could be any of those things. Um I like I, I I subscribe to the later. Yeah. Um. And I love that idea, that symbolism, and it's this: get rid of this, destroy it, break the wheel. Yeah. Um. And I like that the the Targaryen dynasty started with this and it ended with this. It and starts in dragon, dragon fire. It ends yep, in dragon fire. With fire and blood. Yep. That's exactly what happened. And 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 that's what I subscribe to. And it could totally be something different. And I imagine when they do behind the scenes for this episode, they might even talk about something like that. Because uh, they usually go into all that kind of behind, you know, like yeah. inside their head stuff with behind the scenes. So I'm interested to hear what the uh, creators uh, think about that scene. But that's what I took out of it as well. Um, 
And I love that. And he picked her up and took her off. And, you know, I, I could, we all know she's dead. I do love the theory that he's taking her to the East to be resurrected. Um, because that's where the all the red priests and all those other people are and those temples and all that other stuff. 100% not going to happen. But I love that idea. I, I, I like that idea because they kind of interrupt him later on in the episode to jump forward real fast. Yeah. Because it was like, where's the dragon? He's ended up easy. And Braun like interrupts that. Yeah. The further away, the better. Like. Yeah. And, you know, and I've listened to a few podcasts where they they talk about I forgot what temples specifically that they do resurrection I, I that would be interesting um if they ever wanted to you know open up that that chapter with a spinoff or something like that because that would be insane if she because she would be such a villain if she came back kind of like with like lady stoneheart in the books yeah well should i not spoil the book sorry well i mean she, that's like a th that's like a book three spoiler isn't it like right right so if you know what i'm, I'm talking about um i'll just say that yeah. that would be such a uh darth vader type situation essentially yeah in a um, way, yeah in a way yeah i get right that. or it could never happen and that's a perfect ending for her um, I like that that is still open for interpretation, um, or that chapter still open. I love that there's still a dragon roaming around. Yeah, and I think I th yeah, yeah, I think we both because last because I was looking at like I was thinking about everything that we talked about last week of like here's how we each kind of think it goes down, and I think yeah. we both were kind of on the same page of like yeah, Drogon should just kind of roam the earth. Yes, exactly. So uh, if he goes and drops her off of Valeria and that's it, that we never see her again. And he's just roaming around the planet. Perfect. We see him. And here's, we'll get to some spinoff stuff in a little bit. But he could pop up in a different uh, spinoff that I think might be happening um, uh, later down the road. But I love that. I'm glad that he wasn't killed off. I got so scared. You know, when they started killing the dragons off, I'm like, no, don't do this. This is what makes the world so interesting. Yeah. Um, and I don't want there to be I don't want there to be one left. I want him to somehow make more um, and and there be more dragons. Um, but I, I, I loved all of the symbolism there. I'm glad he didn't kill, kill John. I was so scared he was about to. I thought, well, that's the end of John. That's going to be the end of his story. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he, it looked like he kind of accepted that. Like, you know, this is the second dragon. He's looked in the face of, you know, I'm like, OK, you're going to kill me. Um, but but I, I like that. I wonder. There, there's one thing that I wonder about John. Yeah. We've never seen him set on fire. Well, okay. Well, so I've thought about that too. Uh, we have seen him hold fire and got completely burned. That's true. So, I, and the, the other thing is, Danny is not immune to fire. Um, George R. R. Martin, in interviews, because I've watched a million in the last few, <laughs> few, like last month, he said she's not immune to fire. She has a tolerance to it. She could walk through it. It can burn around her. But more than likely, if Dragon directly shoots fire at her, she would actually burn too. Um, and I think he would as well, um, of course. But I also don't think he has the same immunity as her. She's pure blood. He's not. He's a that's, bastard. That's true. That's a fair point. Yes. And well, yeah, he's... and I think maybe it would just be a con – what's the word? Con I can't. Continuity error. Continuity error. There yeah. you go. Uh, in like the first season, um, he helps the Lord Commander with the White Walker. He grabs a lantern and it's like it's super oh, that's hot. That's right. Yeah, it does <laughs> burn. It that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I it just I took that as he's brave. Like he just that's he knew that he had to do what he had to do yeah. to save the realm. And that was it. 
Um, and this is one of the parts where this episode could have been split up into a few episodes. This is where it should have ended with that because then we get the time jump. Yeah, of right? of what, like two or three weeks. Yeah, but it's suddenly we see Tyrion, and he is he's got a he's. He's always had a kind of full beard since like the second or third season, but he's got a big beard now. Yeah, he's now got it's a, scraggly looking. Like he's got a. I just got a subscription to Warcraft, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll see you guys later for the next few months. That that's my beard when when I subscribe to Warcraft. Um, and yeah, you get that time jump, and there, I have some questions there, like why didn't they immediately kill John? Or because they know. had no leader. Like what they they were lost. These were not a. True. None of these groups were used to being leaderless. True. So, and I just I, I wonder why Grey Worm. That's that's something I would have liked to have seen. Because how did he not immediately kill John? Because, because that's I, like her queen. Because I think there was still a part of him. Like he was around for all of the statecraft stuff. Yeah. So I think he picked up enough to know that if he just killed him, then all hell was going to break loose. Die. Yeah. Especially I, with no dragon, then suddenly you just have an army of Unsully. Yeah, uh, and that's yeah. it because he didn't control the Dothraki. Like they, right, exactly. Like without her, they because we don't know what happened to them. I think they just kind of fucked off. Uh, no, they're they're actually in. I think one of the last scenes are when they, John is walking. It's almost like they are a part of the society in Westeros now, and I kind of liked that. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, at I, least I think I'm pretty sure I saw two of them walking around. And I thought that's a cool little shot. Okay, fair enough. Dots. Um. But yeah, no, they could have totally fucked off and went back to Essos. I imagine that's what they did, because yeah. to have a Dothraki horde just running around the Riverlands would have been frightening. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, we get uh, kind of a I, – again, I loved this scene. This should have been like an episode, this, oh, this entire scene. Yeah, uh, it was um, so good because, again, like we talked about, this is what – like for the big battles and everything are great, but this is what this show excels at. Yeah. And it's it was great to just see you know here's here's the council of the lords of Westeros and okay fine and you know I really loved uh, I loved Arya and uh, and Yara kind of going at it and Davos just being like look haven't we killed we've killed enough of each other like, yeah that was that was enough of that uh, I love I really love that Davos survived everything because he's he's the level head of all of it he's the he is the everyman in all of this yeah he, yeah. he does he really represents the the merchants and 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 the, the the street merchants the not the you know the the spice kings of the world but just he he is the person who is just trying to make his way through life oh yeah da davos is one of my favorite characters yeah uh, by far i like that like the there, there were some cool characters there. Like, I, I, a lot of people didn't realize that was uh, Howland Reed yeah. there, which was neat. Um, I wish we would have gotten more of him in the series because I think there was more to him and Ned um, and all that went down that just wasn't said. Because um, it was his son who went and saved Bran, right? Yes. Yeah, Jojen. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So uh, there was just a lot of interesting characters here. Um yeah, I there was a I forgot that that was Robin Aaron on that side. Yes, yeah. Like that that floored me because he looked, you know, like somebody with with some sense. He didn't look like the very strange, you know. Right, it looks like he grew up and he wasn't as yeah. crazy, you know, weird as he was when he was little. Yeah. But I think um, that was because of Lysa Aaron because she was yes. not all there. I think that was her influence. 
Exactly. Yeah, they took her away and they probably manned him up a little bit. They probably, you know, got him out there doing things instead of being, you know, uh, what, what was it, babied or whatever he was being. Yeah, basically. Um, and I shouldn't say man him up, but you know what I mean. They made him more of an adult. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but yeah, they they you know and oh, man, it, it was it was it was it was cool to see Gendry there, um, with uh, the. Bar- Bartharian stuff all over him or whatever. Baratheon, yeah. Baratheon. Why do they keep saying Bartharian? Jesus. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I loved that scene. Um, I'm curious who the, the Prince of Dorne is. I, oh, it, that's a good question. I don't know if we, I don't know if it, that's a character that we were ever introduced we to. We weren't. Maybe. Uh, it, what's her name? Was it Marcel? Or who, who was, who, sh- we don't even know if she survived. I, I guess she I, didn't I, if, she, if she's not there. Yeah, I'm going to go with probably no. Yeah, um, I've no, taken her and her daughter both died in in, in that cell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was an interesting council. It was a council of characters that we saw barely of, some of them a lot of. But it was, you go back a season ago, at who all met there and who's there now. It's such a different rotating cast. Boy, it so sure different. is. Like it really is. Um, they, they've weeded out a lot of people. Uh, and who was the uh, who was the Tully guy? What's his name? Ed, the one Ed, that was it Edmund? Was it Edmund? I Tully? think so. Yeah. Yes. I th- I would like to, as a veteran of two wars, I would like to think that it's left me with some some no small spirits of statecraft. Uncle, please sit. <laughs> you can't do anything <laughs> that, right. That was the most magnificent. Sit down and shut your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Like, God yeah. damn. <laughs> You think it's gonna be yeah. you, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I really loved he turned and waxed his sword on a pole, like that was... yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. Um, and because yeah. like everybody across from him is trying not to laugh, and then he does that, and Sam just kind of turns his head, just like, oh god. I like that Sam got up and and su- and just suggested democracy. <laughs> yeah, and of course everybody immediately just looked at that and was just like, are you kidding? Really? Yeah. Have you seen the people? Like, right, right. <laughs> and I and I love that that's a relevant critique. Yes. And yeah, I hate yeah. that that's a relevant critique. Oh yeah. But you know, like they're gonna wind up doing much better. Give it two or three generations, they're gonna be just as bad off as they've always been. Yes. But okay. in, this was a step in the right direction. Yes. In the moment, it was. Well, then who would you choose? And I loved, I loved Tyrion's logic behind all of it the whole you know what unites us and of everything else he picks a story because he's absolutely right you can't beat a good story you can try you can really really try yep (laughs) but you can't beat a good story and who has a better story than brand the broken yep and i just thought oh so they destroyed the iron throne because he's already got one (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, no it's i mean i i i love the idea i think you know there's tons of people that made a bunch of memes about like how every other character had a better story i i disagree i loved like the way that Tyrion set it out i think it makes perfect sense it does and i think the second part of that is what's lost on a lot of people he wasn't just saying that he has a good story he is he their is, keeper of stories. He is the story. He is all yes. of the stories. He is their histories. And the, yeah. he mentions that in that conversation. Yeah. He's like, he knows our past. He knows everything. And that's the, that's why they set up the Night King as coming after him to erase their history, to erase them off of everything. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I thought that made perfect sense. A lot of people that was lost on, but I thought that 
And that was the big twist for me for the for the season finale is I was not expecting Bran to be the oh, last guy. No, I loved no. his comments like, why did you think I came all the way yeah. here? Like, oh, that makes sense. And, you know, and and I like that, you know, when 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 John was like, should I tell them about my my heritage? He left it up to him. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe he saw what was going to happen, but he probably also saw that it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Exactly. She was going to do what she was going to do and kill all these people. Yeah. And if he said anything, then the wheel would have probably never been broken. Yeah. If, if, if John, if John, even if John had kept that secret to himself, yeah, just him and Sam and Brandon, the only three that knew, he yeah. still would have had to face the choice of, do you let this queen live and right. see what happens? I still think, exactly. I think everything still plays out exactly the same. It does. Oh, yeah. Because if we are to believe that it was always in her to do good or bad, that wasn't going to change the decision. Yeah. Um, you know, she was, man, she was hungry. She wanted this and it it, it, it just boiled over um, and, and it, it got to a point where she was way too comfortable with it. And I like the idea that it was, you know, George R. R. Martin and the, 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 the people who created the show – we got so comfortable with her murdering people. We were cheering along with it the yeah. entire time. Well, because they were evil people. And 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 who decided that? We did. She did. And we well, went along with it. Oh uh, yeah. But that that's what I'm saying is that we got so comfortable with it. So when she turns, it's like, whoa, wait a second. I I I, I if you would have told me at the beginning of this series that I would be wanting her dead. I would have told you you're crazy, but that's where and we were and at. That's in just the one of the episode. Day. I wanted her to. After I saw what she what happened to that city, I wanted John to end her life, and so that is such a cool thing to do. To where it made it, it made me numb to the what she was doing of her crucifying the masters. Yeah, of, but there of, there was always that line though of innocent people, and that's there was still... there was always. No, I wouldn't say line because yeah. she did go over. She did kill innocent people when. Before before King's Landing, when she walked into a city and decided that that their generations of the way they ruled things was not how it, it was not good to her in her eyes, and she thought she was going to change it, even though a lot of the people in that city came to her and said, "This is how it's always been. Look what's happening right now." And the, and that's kind of like if you think about it right now, where what's happened to everything in Essos, we have no idea. She left it all in shambles. She just left that country in shambles both of those cities with absolutely no plan to either go back or to correct it. So, and, and I think that says a lot about, you know, you know, the, the, you could, you could go to current events on how countries will take over other countries and go, Hey, what you do, it is wrong. And then they just leave that country still in shambles yeah. afterwards. So of course, so, when they rebuild it, they're just going to go back to the same thing. And see, that's what I'm saying is that like I, I is that the entire time, yes, we saw the masters as wrong. They they owned slaves, of course, crucifying all of them, even the ones. And, and that's why I thought a little bit of this was introduced on purpose throughout the show was and is, is is they came up and said, my father was against this. He was totally against this. He he spoke against this for years and you put him. And you crucified him. And, and and it's because she had a my way or the highway, and it, and it was it was black and white to her when she walked into the city. There and, was no choice. And red all over. 
and read all over. Yeah. So, so I, 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 I just, I, I just thought that was interesting that you could get the, the writers could get you to cheer for someone for so long. And then suddenly you're like, Oh fuck. I, I, I did not see it going this direction and I should have, I should have at least seen a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we got so bloodthirsty with her killing. It's kind of like the Dexter or the, it's it, it, like, for example, Dexter should have ended what season four. I I think after his after Trinity that should have been the end of it. Right, right, and it should have been. Of course, this is going to, going to lead to here. We were cheering you on for so long, but how how is it going to end any other way because of the path you went down? Yeah, and 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 it's that it's that um that that it's just a tragedy, and that that's kind of how this was. It was like yes, we were cheering for her, like she was getting all this power and she was doing all of this, and what if she goes bad? And and I, I I liked that I, I I did like that um but anyway uh, where were we sorry um back to the council I guess yeah um, um I just love the scene like I said this is one of those where they could have padded it out I could have seen so much more of this because I really enjoyed it yeah um and um, yeah. I don't know um and you will be my hand <laughs> what yeah oh I no. like that no I I don't want it well and I don't want to be king. It's right. just like, well, you can't argue with that. I did, I I loved and hated his logic because I understand the idea behind uh, he deserves justice. I I did I did the really love. You can't do that. Yes, I can. I'm king. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Because because the thing is, Bran Bran is very just matter of fact. There's no there there is no intentional wit or sarcasm or anything. It's just he is just stating fact. Right. You know, I'm king. You know, he's like, well, he demands he, he should have justice. He just got yeah. it. He's he made a lot of mistakes. He's going to spend the rest of his life fixing them. Right. And right. that's that is just that's yeah. a lot of people are like that. A lot of people are going to think that's that that Grey Worm is kind of right. And that's not something that I really th can argue against. Yeah. But I like Bran's decision. Bran looked at Tyrion and said, here's somebody who has tried to do who, who yes, has done awful things. But yeah. when it counted, he showed himself to be a man of character and wanted yeah. to do the right things. Yeah. So, you know, a, 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 a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah, exactly. And this is, this is if, 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 you know, he was at his best when he was the hand. That was my favorite part of him on the yes. show. Um, you know, and it's, I think it's, 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 it's a great end to that. Um, you have a... You have a Stark and you have a Lannister at the end of the day ruling the kingdom together, not at each other's throats. Um, uh, I, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then we got to, you know, we, we, we I think it went to John. Yep. And John was told that he was going to be sentenced to the wall, which that's where he wanted to go anyway. He that's... did not want, well, he didn't want to go to the wall, but he just didn't, he didn't want any part of He didn't the, belong anywhere. Yeah. He, and he, that's... Didn't, he didn't want to be king. Yeah. And and I I really love just the disbelief and that there's still a Night's Watch. Yeah, and I and I'm I'm of that mindset too of like why is there still a Night's Watch? Well, I mean, there's still things beyond the wall, you know. And I think the idea is that we killed that threat. We need to make sure that it does not come back. <laughs> I I think I I really liked. Tyrion's explanation, though, of there what will always it? there will always need to be a place for bastards and broken things. Ah, you're right. I, I, it's yeah. it's the alternative to a death sentence. 
It's, yes. it's, it's, you know, you can die or you can go serve at the wall. You can make something of your life. Exactly. It is, it and, is the, it is a place for last chances. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And they did do things because I mean, the, 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 the white walkers, you know, didn't really show themselves until kind of recently. Well, I mean, before that though, it was the wildlings, but John already it was made the peace with the wildlings. So I mean. <laughs> well, now we, I mean, to skip ahead a little bit, we have a king of the north now. Um, we are, I'm sorry, King Beyond the Wall. Essentially, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you got a Stark in every place in Westeros ruling, so, um, but but to kind of rewind real fast, I, I you know, they, they, they showed um, a Grey Worm, at, uh, you know, getting his Sully, and they go to, and I, I like the little touch of going to the Isle of Narth, what is it, Narth, or? Noth. Noth, yeah. yeah, which they're all going to die, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, uh, do you know about that? We've talked about that before, right? No, I know that. Oh, okay. So the island. So this is why so many people were taken from that. The island. Now you. Okay, so the books are not the same as the TV show. Right. So I'm going to take this part away from it, so it's an enjoyable ending. <laughs> okay. Um, so the 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 island. The, the reason why. Uh, she was taken in the first place, and a lot of people were taken is because the the islander, the people that live there, are very peaceful. They don't believe in war. They have been able to live like that for generations because the island is full of butterflies, okay. poisonous butterflies to anyone who, besides the people who were born on that island. Okay. So you get close to the island, and you go on the island, you will die of poison a few minutes in, or a few hours in, or whatever. Um, I guess the people found out that the, the people who invaded it um, found out that at night the butterflies, I think, go away or something happens where they only have like an hour or two to get in and out. So that's how she was stolen. Okay. But if Grey Worm doesn't know that and he shows up with all of these unsullied and they get off in the daytime, <laughs> they're all going to die. Oh, that's I, I do like the idea that that's not the um, the rule in the, in the TV universe because I like the idea that he's going there to protect those people. Yeah. To make sure none of them will ever be taken again. Yeah, and that is that is that's a very cool way to think about it. And I think that's exactly what because they never once talk about the butterflies on the show. So I I think that's just a book thing. Yeah, um, no, I think that's definitely like they they kind of they kind of inadvertently left it out. I think yes, they were like, this is a fun detail, but we don't really need it. And you know, right. as a as a, an unintended result. You know, yes. we we get this. I I do exactly, I, and I think it's it's just like the Jamie thing and the and the and the 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 what what do we talk about? Where where uh, oh, what was it? The prophecy of that frog lady or whatever. Yeah. That they left out that part specifically for the show, and there's a lot of there's a million other things they've left out because they didn't want to. It, it would just cause issues with the show. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a cool way to send them off. Um, and I saw a lot of things, people online, like, well, if they're gone, they should have been like, hey, John Syke, you're cool. You can hang out. Yeah, but, but you know. He's a man of honor. You know, exactly. he's not, he's not, and he didn't want to stay there anyway. Um, I just thought that was a funny meme. But uh, then we get, we, we get the goodbye with him, Arya, and Sansa, and Bran. Yeah, I, I liked, you know, and it was a good scene with Sansa of just, you know, they, you know, she, she has, has more than earned her place. Oh yeah, we didn't no really question. talk about that at, yeah. at the um, at the when, council. At the council, she was like, "Look, you know, I we, we, the, the 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 North has lost too much for us not to be our own, you know, thing." Um, and it went from the the seven kingdoms to the six kingdoms. The six kingdoms, yes, and Lord um, of the six kingdoms. 
Exactly, and it makes sense. I mean, you, Brandon Sansa are they're 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 blood. They're gonna get along. They're gonna be they're gonna be allies. This makes sense. Um, and the other thing we didn't we we kind of talked about is that that um, kings will no longer be chosen by blood. It will be chosen upon by the leaders of the you know the kingdoms. Um, yeah. And I don't know if Sansa's a part of that. Maybe she is. Um, but I probably I think, probably not anymore though. Probably not anymore, yeah. Um, but I think that's a great idea. Um, and I, I think and, that's that's going to fail them within three generations. Right, but it's a good idea. You know, it we'll, is. We'll find out. <laughs> so is democracy. That's another book but, series. Yeah, right. <laughs> Clash of the Kings too. <laughs> um, but um, you know, there's a lot of good directions that they're going in. Um, so anyway, so. I like the the goodbye between them. I think the Arya stuff totally sets up a, a, a spinoff show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Arya. What's West, Ar- Westeros? Uh, Westworld. So. Oh yeah, there you go. Westworld. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I loved I one, some... one thing that I saw in a reaction video. Somebody asked that, like, "What is West of Westeros?" And somebody went, "Westeros." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what'd be funny? I wish I had the editing skills and the way a way to pull this off. Did you see the Westworld three trailer? No, I didn't. What? No, I dude, dude I I still haven't watched season two because I don't care. Never watched season two either, and I honestly don't think you need to. Okay, fair enough then. The then Westworld season look. three. Did you know who's in it? It's uh, Aaron Paul, right? Aaron Paul, yeah, and it's like the the entire trailer has nothing to do with Westworld because it basically looks like Future World, which is the world that they live in or whatever. Okay, and it's Aaron Paul pulling off heists, okay. and he's talking about how like just everything is fake. Nothing is real. He just wants something real in his life. And the trailer ends with this woman stumbling into an alleyway. And he's like, hey, lady, you okay? And it's the girl. It's the woman from the first season who has escaped Alice. And she's escaped into the real world. Huh. And so season three is going to be about because I never saw season two. But the entire trailer had nothing to do with season two, and it looks like it picks up right after season one. So I'm like, do I even? I, maybe it's the creators of the show going, "Hey, season two did not go well." So it's 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 like True Detective, where it was like, "Oh yeah, there was a second yes. season. But we're just not going to talk about that." Exactly. Um, so I, it looks good. I mean, Aaron Paul, and it looks like it has nothing to do with season two. I never saw season two, um, but. Uh, I don't know. It looked interesting. So I would love to edit that shot of Arya stumbling <laughs> and then him going, Hey lady, you okay? <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I mean, that's uh, that, you know, if they do a West of Westeros, that's beyond the books because no one in the books, I think there's some hints in uh, the world of ice and fire that West of Westeros is you know just the other side of the map um <laughs> and it's the uh was it ying ying i don't i don't know i i, I can't pl- i i not there yet um but i think it's um let me pull up the map real fast it's, it's, it's probably I it's nothing e- i don't know it's, it's probably nothing because the world is flat so well no so we'll see that's the thing is in, in westeros you know how it's kind of based roughly off of our own globe right yeah and so china would be all the way to the east yeah so that's the idea is that if you go west super west you'll just run into that continent yeah um which would be awesome because they hardly talk about any of that none of that's really in the books 
But if you if you look at the world of Ice and Fire, there's a ton of like there was a whatever dynasty that lasted all of these generations and technically the first invasion of the uh, the Azor High and all of that other stuff, yeah. the White Walkers came from there was an invasion on that coast in, in Essos. That's where the 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 Azor High and the the all of that stuff happened. Um because the, the religion and all that other stuff is over there. So that's it, I don't know. That's all. That's a whole nother bag. Uh, we're talking about the season finale here. That's all like crazy lore stuff. So um, I would love if they did a show with her. I think she could totally carry her own series. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah, and it would be totally interesting. It would be new for everybody, so people couldn't complain. They couldn't be like, "Well, that's not the way it." It's... You know, I don't know. Um, and then that way you can have you can have you can have a dragon fly by suddenly. You're like, "Hey, we know that guy." Yeah. Um. And you could have her, you know, and her adventures over there. I think that would be phenomenal. I hope they've been waiting to announce that. I hope that, you know, you can have the prequel series and you can have her, the series with her. Um, and I think that would be perfect. Yeah, agreed. Um, and that that way you tell the story of Game of Thrones moving forward um, in time. And you also have the prequel. Um and when you move forward, now it'll be a whole different continent. It'll be a whole – it'll still be Westeros, so there'll still be like the different you know, people, the different whatever, but it'll be a whole new land. Um, and if it is basically just Essos, then you still have all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Yidi, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Yidi, and then it's um, uh, the Shadowlands of Ashai where we heard Melisandre and all that from. And that's basically as far east that they go in the books. So if suddenly she bumps into the uh, the Shadowlands and, and the Shy and all that other stuff that we've only heard about in the show, that would be awesome. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, so we saw the goodbye to those characters, and then we kind of got this, like, really cool shot of them all getting ready. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no, we have the council first. A, yeah, I skipped, like, a super important part. A little bit, yeah. Just, just uh, Tyrion. I, I love Tyrion setting up the chairs. Well, no, hold on. We It's Brienne. Oh, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. Uh, she got to basically finish Jamie's chapter, and I thought that was super awesome. That, that, that was a, you know, people talk about fan service. That was a fan service moment, and it was absolutely needed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. agreed, for sure. Um, did you notice the uh, the raven on her? armor no yeah and i guess that's like brand's symbol sure that makes sense yeah it's got a three-eyed raven on it so i thought that was pretty neat interesting okay yes yeah um and i thought her and podrick that was pretty cool to see that he was um a knight as well yeah um, sir podrick of the king's guard now sir podrick the king guard yes um and she got to finish his chapter and she made it very heroic i i think she even wrote something like he escaped um, to save the people of, uh, to 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 save the people um, of Storm's End and uh, and and tried to uh, died with the, I forgot what it was, but she made it sound very heroic. Yeah, that he wasn't just going there to save Cersei. Yeah, that died in the, uh, died protecting his queen. Died protecting his queen. That's it. Yes. Um, so I thought that was really cool. He got he he. She gave him the ending that he always wanted. Yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. Um, and then, yeah, we got the we got the council scene. And I and I, you know, I'm like, OK, he's the hand. Who all is here? 
and the first person to walk in is Braun. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, and that sets the tone for this meeting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's uh, Lord of Highgarden now. Yes, Sir Braun of the Blackwater, Lord of Highgarden, uh, what is it? Uh, Lord Protectorate of the Reach, uh, Master of Coin. Yeah. Or uh, the Master of Coin and Lord of Lofty Titles, which yeah. uh, which was a great, was such a great Davos thing. Oh, and I like that he he corrected his grammar. There won't be no more money. Any more what? money. What are you, master of grammar now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Davos being master of ships. Grandmaster oh. Sam. I love that. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, Brienne is captain of the Kingsguard. Yes. Right. Yeah. That was perfect. Um... I thought it was great. I, you know, I thought that was another fan service moment with Sam writing the the song of ice and fire. That well, he was perfect. He didn't write it. He just came up with the title. Exactly. Yes, you're right. That what's his face wrote it. Um, uh, Mister Mister Libros, the guy from Harry Potter. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, I I thought that was it. I liked how Tyrion wasn't even anywhere in it. Well, because this guy had never heard of him. Of course, he didn't put him in it. Right. Like, right. It makes, right. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and yeah, no, I thought that was a great scene. It ended with him with his joke about the uh, yes, yes. With honeycomb. They, yes. It's like a what was it? I once took a jackass and a honeycomb into a brothel. Yes. And then it just kind of cuts to the wall, and you're like, we've never heard this story. Yeah, exactly. It was just a cool way for that to go out. That we only did that. That's the way we leave those characters. Yeah. Um, it was a good ending. Um, and then yeah, we see John go to the wall. We see his buddy. He gets to pet his dog. So I wonder if they reshot that or they added that last minute. I doubt it. No, I think that was just the plan. All that backlash and like what was it three weeks ago? There was no way they could have done that. No, I said th- no. That's what I'm saying. I think that was the plan because Tormund was there. You know, yeah. he sent Ghost with Tormund. So if Tormund was there, right. of course Ghost would be there. I, I, right. that was always the plan. Yeah, but man, the internet lost their minds when when they were like, "Well, he didn't pet the dog. Now he pet the dog. Everyone can relax." Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize it before. He's missing an ear. <laughs> well, I don't think he. I don't know if he had been after the. I mean, I mean, it would make sense that it happened after the Battle of Winterfell, but I, I don't That's know. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, oh, it was, gotcha. It was dark, so I mean. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Yeah. Cut to two episodes later when they made it so bright because they lit everything on fire. Right, uh, right, right. Is but, this I mean, it, enough it, it for makes... you? <laughs> right, right. But it's it's just a little bit of a near. He's fine. He'll he, he's a dire wolf. He'll he'll live. So he's he's, I... he's all right. And John's with his people, man. This is when he was the most happy. Yeah, this um, is where he belongs. That's what, the, and this yeah. that's that's why I was like, this is. I was really happy to to yeah. see this. I was like, ah, I called it. King be on the yeah. like it's You're absolutely it, right. It makes sense. It was where he fit in best. Mm-hmm. He didn't fit in even in the north. You know, right. he he was at his best beyond the wall. He was. He absolutely was. And it, you know, they they respected him and his Tormund yeah. and all of these people. And I even think what's the the Reed's daughter was there. Uh, I think I caught her. Um, let's see if I can fast forward this a little bit. Don't remember I'm, her name. Um. Uh, but the one who helped Bran beyond the wall, uh, Mira Reed. Was Mira there too? I think she was. Oh, that would be interesting. I think she was with the wildlings, uh, walking beyond the wall. I, I could be wrong. Um, I probably am wrong. That would be interesting because but... I, I don't remember 
like I, I don't even remember what happened to them. I know didn't jo- Jojen died, I remember, I think. Or did she? I thought I saw her. I don't know. I really don't remember. I yeah. remember I, I remember uh because I, I, I the only one that I remember that that like I remember her and Jojen, but I forget what happened to them. The only one I can remember is the 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 wildling woman that that uh that carried him everywhere. Yeah. And she died I, at Winterfell. Okay, let me see here. I can't, no, I can't um, we last saw her at Winterfell, and they went there. I know her and Bran went their separate ways. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I saw her in the season finale. I'm probably she, I, probably won't. I you might have like that would kind of make sense in a way. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, and I think this was you know him looking back at the wall. It, it, it I think this basically just made him you know king of the beyond the wall. Yeah. Um. And this was just a this was a ha- if you were a Stark fan, which most people are, um, th- this was a happy ending to those characters. Yeah, this was um, the happiest ending they were gonna get. Yes. Oh yeah, because this could have all ended very bad. Yeah. I mean, given the show's history, it could have all died, and Daenerys won, and she was a destroyed the city, and she was the ruler, and that's just somehow that that's just how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Um. So, it could have totally went that direction, but we got a happy ending, which is better than better than I thought we were gonna get. So, um, I'm happy with it. I, I, you know, as we said a million times, could have been padded out, but it is what it is. This is the timeline we're in right now. Yeah. Um, and that's what we get. So, it, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, people are gonna talk about. I think years from now, it was a good show. It was one of if, to me, it's my favorite show of all time. Um, and I think some people might put the caveat with the, the last season was Rush, but I think that's really be it. It's it's so hot right now on the internet and everyone's going crazy. But at the end of the day, you're not going to see another show with this amount of production, uh, this quality, the music, the score. Everything about this was just top-notch. Agreed. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think the worst you could really say is the last season was extremely rushed to the point where some character motivations you didn't see coming um, or there or it wasn't earned. And, and, and that I could totally understand that point of view. Um, uh, but like you said in the previous podcast to say the writing's lazy, that's just a lazy way. That's just a lazy thing to say. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's um, a, it's a ridiculous criticism. It is. It, is. it absolutely is. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, this, we, this, this was eight season. This was probably what, 10 years. Um, and I, I don't know if we'll see another show like it. You know, I hope. Ask me again you know, in 10 years. Exactly. You know, I hope. Um, we got, you know, we, you know, we had, we had, we had Lost. We had The Wire. We had The Sopranos. You yeah. know, what, what did we have? What, I mean, really let's, you know, and let's be honest, not a ton of people talk about The Sopranos all that much. You know, right. they talk about Lost more than they talk about The Sopranos. I think so too. Yeah. Lost was a. Lost was the ultimate water cooler show. Mm-hmm. There were there were shows before it that water cooler shows, but that was the one where it had people going, "What is going to happen next? What does all this mean?" Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, man, it's about the journey. Honestly, the the ending, especially when the journey is so well done, the the ending is never going to be in your head what it should be. Um, and there's a few shows that I think have probably done that, like Breaking Bad. If Breaking Bad um, was one of the best finales. Breaking Bad, yes. Um, and uh, Breaking Bad to a lot of people is a perfect show. 
Um, it was kind of dark for my taste, <laughs> uh, but it, it was it was a perfect show to a lot of people. Um, and I totally understand why they say that for, because from getting to end, it didn't feel like there was any filler. Um, it, it was one awesome little, story there, there. And, but even so there was a little filler. Yeah. Yeah. There. Well, yeah. There, see, that's the thing. There's always going to be filler. Like it's not, it, it's as good as you're going to get. Yeah. Um, for that kind of stuff. And you're absolutely right. There's always a little bit of filler. Yeah. Um, and I think lost was in that weird phase where it was like, we're going from 23 episode seasons to the United States realizing we could do this in much shorter seasons. Yeah. You know, to, and then when they brought it down to 13 or whatever it was, people were like, what? You're giving us half a season and now we're getting 10 episode seasons and people are like, that's good. And when it's 13, people are like, that's a little too much. Yeah. Maybe it's... not need those last few episodes of Daredevil or, or uh, The Punisher or whatever. So that we're, in, we're in that sweet spot now. 10, 13 episodes is, is a perfect is a perfect link to tell a good good story. Yeah. Um and yeah, no, I mean fantasy wise coming out, I mean well, I mean we have Watchmen at the end of the year, um, which has the potential to be really good and to be that water cooler show. Um we've talked about those um there's a few HBO are doing. Um what what the what's that one they they showed at the end of this? The it was the Golden Compass. Oh his, well yeah, the uh I forget the name there. His his his, his his dark instruments isn't that what his it's called? dark in- materials materials that's his dark materials that's it yes with the polar bear yeah um so they got that show coming out um they have of course the uh they are shooting right now the the game of thrones prequel which will come out probably in a year or two i imagine um yeah uh blood moon it's called but it's basically the the long night so just give it. A, there'll be a new season of Game of Thrones in a, in a year or two. Just relax if you're if you're craving more of Westeros. Um, we're gonna get it and and absolutely watch it if you want to support stuff like that. Because, um, you know, if 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 these kind of big big shows bomb, they're not gonna do a lot of them. Um, so yeah, we got that. We got Amazon's doing Lord of the Rings with Aragorn and kind of the prequel story. Uh, the Wheel of Time they're doing as well. They're putting a ton of money behind those two shows. Uh, Netflix, uh, Netflix has a few, but the one that sticks out is the is the Witcher one. Yeah, yeah. Netflix is doing the Witcher. Um, yeah. There, there was something else that I saw they were doing. I can't remember what it was. It didn't like it. It it was like, oh, that's neat, and then I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, let me take a look here. So yeah, we know Henry Cavill is doing Witcher. Yeah. Um, we talked about Wheel of Time. They gave it those prequels. Now, by the way, according to George R. R. Martin, there are five prequels set up. Two of them were knocked off. So three of them are still in the process of full going ahead. Okay. Um, one of them is actually in production. It was picked up. So the other two, he's saying, is there's no stopping these right now. Um, so who knows? Um, let's see. Yeah, the other one's His Dark Materials. We talked about The Dark Tower is, is a series that they're doing. Um, yeah, they yeah, but is that the one that Sony was going to work on, or is that a new one that was announced? Let's see here. They actually just cast. Hold on, the Dark Tower. So it may have been because I know like Sony was talking about like they were going to have a series to tie into uh, the movies, Amazon. but then they bailed on that. So Am- Amazon's doing it. No, they did. No, this was yeah, April twenty third, two thousand nineteen. Okay, so this is um, new. Okay, good. Yeah, it's going to pilot on Amazon. It was announced. Excellent. I'm already. Right yeah. yeah, which is trying to become a human home epic. So yeah, it looks like, um, yes. Um, and the other big one that we haven't heard too much about, and I'm wondering where it's at, is the name of the wind. 
Now we know that Showtime. Um, it's on Showtime. It is Showtime. It'll 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 be Showtime. Yeah. Why did I think it was FX? I because they had probably kicked that around at some point, but they announced Showtime like a year or so ago. Okay, so I was yeah. way off. Yeah, it's 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 okay. it's been Showtime, but we don't know. Like we that's that's all we know. You know, we know there are some yeah. people working on it, but we haven't heard much about it really since like it's been a it's been a very long time since we've heard anything about the name of the wind if they wanted to capitalize on any of this fever they would announce something very shortly yes oh yeah oh yeah oh wait this article that came out i guess uh february 11 2019 killer cream chronicles tv show not based on name of the wind <laughs> updates from right room <laughs> what <laughs> yes the tv show is a prequel series Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, the TV show takes place a generation before the books. The movies okay. that they're going to make are going to be based on the books. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the show is the show is set a generation before. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. So there you go. You got Showtime doing that. Um, yeah, there's there's a ton here. Um, the Runes of Kings. Never heard of that one. I've never heard of that either. Um, the first novel authored. Blah 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 blah. I guess that's something. Hulu picked up Stephen King's fantasy novel. Was it okay. The Eyes of the Dragon or whatever it was called? Oh, okay. H- I guess Hulu? Good Omens was just... Good Good Omens comes out this month, I think, or next Hulu, month. Hulu, right? Yeah. No, Good Omens is uh, Amazon. Amazon. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Hulu is in the Stephen King business. Yeah, there's... They, they really yeah. are because, but I mean, they've adapted a lot of his stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going through all this so much. A lot of this is to be announced. Right. Kind of like they've just the rights have been picked up. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Paul, which of the upcoming series are you most excited about? Um, of course, Game of Thrones got the most attention. Then it was Lord of the Rings. And behind that was The Wheel of Time. Fair enough, yeah. Behind that was Killer King, Chron- Killer King Chronicles, then The Witcher, then His Dark Materials, then The Dark Tower, then Good Omens, so on and so forth. But yeah. Good Omens, because Good Omens is a limited series. Good Omens is not going to go on forever. Uh, right, 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 it's, right. I think it's just going to, I think it's just a one season and done thing. Yeah. Uh, Man, and- I'm, I'm curious about these Lord of the Rings. I've been going back and watching um some, uh, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and it's just so good. I've never seen a movie have so much behind-the-scenes material than those films. I yeah, I get that. Yeah, like it's just hours upon hours upon hours of stuff. Oh sure, look at how big they were. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, even like shows, movies like Star Wars, they have a lot, but not on this level. It's well, insane. but I, but I mean, they didn't build you know, armor for entire armies that That's they true. then had to find a location to actually march them out on. That's very like, true. I mean, they very did, true. they did. And, and I mean, yeah, I know a lot of it is CGI because you can't just have, you know, a million people in orc armor, but they yeah. did have just an absolute truckload of people in that armor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now is that, correct me if I'm wrong, Return of the King has the most Emmys of any movie, Correct. Uh, I don't know about Emmys. Or uh, nominated? 
Academy Awards, I think. Academy Awards, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure, yes. I think it's, what, 11, if I remember. Oh, yeah. I was watching, uh, do you know, are you aware of Lindsay Ellis on YouTube? No, I don't think so. E-L-L-I-S. I I was watching her video. This is totally random. Sorry. (laughs) This is very end of the episode. But I was watching her video on how Aladdin changed um, animation. Yes. Have you seen that? I haven't, but I can, I I, I get the premise. Yeah, yeah, it's totally about how he, his voice changed everything, and it was just, just a story of, of celebrity voice and like how Disney screwed him over, yada 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 yada. Yeah, I found the video so fascinating. I started watching the other videos that she did. She has a whole thing on all the Lord of the Rings movies, and um, it was just she is such an interesting, um, pers- I should say perspective, but her she analyzes, super analytical, um, when it comes to the movies. I just I loved her Lord of the Rings when she, when she talked about them. But anyway, so that completely separate thing. Um, but but yeah, man. So there, there's a ton of fantasy out there. There's a ton of stuff to look forward to. I think Witcher comes out next year. Is it or no? End of end of it's this year. End of this year. Yeah, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So man, that and that and Lord of the Rings and and, and a Wheel of Time. Um, I I I I can't wait. Like I said, I'm reading through the Wheel of Time now. It's a, it's it's a little, oh, it's kind of hard to get through. Um, the Brandon Sanderson um, uh, Way of the Kings is is a lot easier to get through. Maybe it's just because it's newer. The, and I'm, I don't know the writing style is just I don't, I don't know it's, it's way easier to get through. And that's and that to me is always a fair criticism. Like to look at yes. somebody and say I like the way they write better. I think that like I can understand that. Like you can write an absolute masterpiece. And I because I was the same way because I was trying to read the Eye of the World and I was just like I. Man, it's way more Tolkien. Yes, it just plods to me. Like there's yes. the action is great, but even in the action scenes, it's like there's there I don't care about exactly which hue of amber was glinting off of right. whatever ceramic tiles were on the third hut from the left down the corner from the I don't care. And and the names, the eyes of a Sorion of the Mountain Kings it's, it's, sometimes they lose me with that you, stuff. Yeah, you get like I I understand you. You, you can't create a fantasy world and be fighting, you know, King, like Dirk. I get it, right? But <laughs> right, right. But well, everything, the... everything has to have five syllables, and every letter has to come from the last quarter of the alphabet. And I'm just like, oh. Yes. I found the way the king. It's like you follow through. There's, there's. I think there's so far three different point of views. Okay. But it's all extremely character driven. Okay. Dig where that. you're in, you're 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 with them, and you're exploring the world, and you're doing this. Where the other one with with the wheel of time, it was way more like the Tolkien kind of like. It's you're just here's the scene and here's all these things going on. It's it's way more like Tolkien, which I do enjoy. Like I said, there's a parts where I was reading Way of the King. I was like, I kind of want to go back to that because it's kind of like a fun adventure where they're they're off to, you know, the, there's these things after them and they have to get to this town and very much Tolkien like. Uh, but then it kind of dragged and I was like, I, I want to go back to Brandon Sanderson because it just it's so it's way better written. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, uh, it's. It, yeah, so anyway, so that's where I'm at right now. So I'm jumping between those. Hopefully by next week I'll have one of them finished. So probably The Wheel of Time, uh, and I'll talk about that. But I, I'm excited to jump in that because that's like 14 or 16 books, right? Yeah, that's like, a that's, long. That's going to take me at least a year, uh, if that. It's going to take longer than that um, to get anywhere close to finishing. Um, 
And I don't know, man. I, I, I've, I've been excited. I just, I've been, that's where all my energy has been these last few weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, we got to go. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, uh, make sure you, uh, uh, go to our uh, Facebook, We Geek Podcast, Twitter, at We Geek Podcast, at the Logan Witt, at Adam Estep. Uh, make sure you check us out. We are on Spotify. We are on Android Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, or YouTube, um, everywhere. Go find us, We Geek Podcast. Uh, email us at WeGeekPodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Captain? Captain. Captain.